D&D and nerds go hand in hand. Let's get started, gents. Open a can. Welcome to D&D nerds. Sorry we missed a session. Um, our recording went wonky. We're, um, we'll see if this one works. Um, here's what happened. A ton happened. They had the most productive session ever um, back in, in Neverwinter. On the way from Luskan down to Neverwinter, the Grim Prospects 2 came under attack by pirates of the Black Armada who demanded that Zardoz <laughs> be delivered it unto them. Um, they did it in a sweet Australian accent. Just give us Zardoz, mate! Um, that was that was fun for me. There was a minor negotiation, but then there was a battle uh, with galley and two keelboats, and they had siege weapons. So they were raining mangonel fire and ballista fire, and the boat got pretty banged up, but there was a control water and a wall of fire. Enemy controlled call lightning. Um, and Mouse went below, be- below decks to find a crossbow, but he came back w- with a griffin he had named crossbow. <laughs> and eventually the pirates lost their cap- captain and they called off the attack. Back in Neverwinter, they did all kinds of things. At the House of Thousand Faces, Grim gave Gilby Cromor his loads of brass um, and got some Cromor renown. And Galron gave a partial recipe and some spices for Brassla to the Harpers and also got some Harper renown. And he got magically the ability to play stringed instruments. So you can mm-hmm. look forward to Galron playing his hand harp all the time. That's right. Has been happening. Yeah. So I uh, went over to the House of the Thousand Faces. Oh, no, wait, that, was the, that was the one we just did. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, the, sorry, the Fallen Tower. Um, so let's see. Mouse uh, saw his uh, Ogrelon. 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 Friend, uh, Gergrumsh. Let's see, met his ogre mother, uh, Mormusha. Uh, so she wanted, she wanted Gergrumsh to gain, gain glory in battle and return to, ch- uh, to challenge for the leadership of the clan K- Karak. Uh, but she's worried that humans will kill him on sight and wanted Mouse to swear to protect, but not coddle him. So we got that going on. They had a little bit of racial uh, identity politics there. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I mean, ultimately, uh, they went over to the Cloak Tower uh, as well. Uh, and delivered a spellbook to, uh, of Noldus of Tortorn to Marjorie the Many. Uh, so Galrun, uh, you know, uh, got, had gotten that spellbook over to him. So I uh, got some uh, a spell uh, a spell scroll and some gold. Uh, while he was there, Galrun read a bedtime story to some apprentices. They didn't really like the performance, though. It was kind of lame. All right. So that night near midnight, they went to the abandoned warehouse where Rohini, the succubus, was being worshipped by the Kuatoa of the Abolith Sovereignty, along with a Gleb. Glabrizu? Glabrizu, uh-huh. Glabrizu. It's like a, a demon thing, With right? lobster claws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she was just enjoying the heck out of this ripped-out liver of a human sacrifice when they caught her. So she asked her to wait in a room next door, which they gratefully did while she finished with the ceremony. Uh, she offered some wine, which Ingvar gladly accepted and couldn't stop drinking. And they talked about who had ordered the Evelyn's Six Sorrow killed. Uh, the party mentioned the Kraken Society and Druid the Raven. But Rahini wanted to know if Garundar the Vile knew any more than that. We hadn't checked yet. Still, she used some renown to Ingvar and Mouse, who was over-preaching his apocalyptic dreams to the Kuatoa, with Ingvar's new acolyte, Wootwoot, uh, Watkin Kayrain, fiercely taking notes to misquote later. Uh, Ingvar, Watkin, and Mouse were each given an Aboleth pendant as well. In the morning, Ingvar took Watkin to check on the construction of Storm Sanctuary, Janora Storm's Wake reported it would be done in about five months, so roughly in Arpanoth. And by that time, they would need a better idea of what the temple of Al- what a temple of the Church of Valkor should really look like. Uh, plus, a sea priest able to cast Hallow on it. Valkor or, or either Ingvar or somebody else. 
Uh, and then at the Neverwinter docks, Harbor Master Len Jess confirmed she still would like the party to go to Mentarn to figure out why her mercenaries aren't arriving. And Red, Red Scrag begged for details of Darylina Wingarth's scaly eye ship attacked by ice claws. So Ingvar said, how about you buy me a drink? Head over to the beach of Leviathan. And at the Beach Leviathan, the Horn Raven brothers also received a letter from Store Horn Raven, which Gowron read aloud because by this time Ingvar was quite tipsy. Uh, Store said that the Sahogan attacks on Gunderland Island are especially bad this year, and that strange things have been seen in the sky, that the fish harvest in the purple rocks has failed, and the people are starving and desperate. He also said that he and the boy's mother, Jerzin Horn Raven, are separated, and that he's thinking of getting a farmstead to raise some barley. As Gowron read the letter, many of the hardened sailors of the Beast Leviathan shed a poignant tear to for the loneliness of Storehorn Raven, and the brothers resolved to visit their home island soon. At Castle Never, Grimm reported to Dagolt Neverember what he had learned from the High Captains of Luskan about the pirate attacks, and dutifully, dutifully said nice things about Zara Zod, Zord, even though Dagolt knew his heart wasn't it. He got some Lord's Alliance renowned for having acted as Dagolt's uh, ambassador. He also got 1,700 gold piece to go bribe Gundar the Vile to reveal more about who hired him to send Bartholomew Black Dagger's ghost ship to kill the Aboleth. A messenger came to Grimm, <clears throat> came to invite Grimm to the House of Knowledge, where Ogamite, Ogmanite priest Walger Brithair gave him some history on the Rattle of Thander and referred him to Rosalit Envoy Refrum <laughs> of Ruin Shore for more. A small donation was made to buy some new books for the library. After some back and forth about how to get onto the earth moat known as Pirate Skyhold, the party managed to use a mixture of methods to arrive on the front doorstep of the Black Dragon, Garundar the Vile. His kobold servitors welcomed them in, and the whole place had kind of a Jabba's Palace vibe to it, not lessened when they beheld Garundar the Vile, crawling with giant slugs, quote, to keep my scales young and supple. He was so vile. Yes, so much, he, was just, he, was, he was fun to play, but oof, it was yeah, creepy. He was just lost his constitution several times. Yeah, <laughs> he uh, he had drank too much, then started throwing up, uh, and then as did Grimm when he saw the kobolds leaping up to lap the vomit up. So it was just ugly and vile all around. Um, eventually, the conversation turned to business, and Grimm paid Grindar, Garandar to learn that the deep scion, Arbeck Kragstad, came on behalf of Sea King Tentrix to hire Garandar's ghost pirates to kill Tixaro. He had learned that the Tentrix had some kind of floating island made of shipwrecks in the Nalanthar Isles, and he also learned that the Morning Glory, a Halruin skyship that his brother, Grimm's brother, Blaze Cromor, died on while accompanying Orin, was crashed on a crag of the Skyhold. Grandar allowed Grimm to have a tour of it and he was able to see the deck on which his brother died. His body was never recovered from the Harpers that killed him. Back on the ground, another messenger arrived, one of the older apprentices from the Cloak Tower, who said, Come quickly, green aliens have attacked the tower and murdered the many. Um, arriving at the tower, the party found a tense hostage standoff with the Gith Yankee knight Sarth Trados and his warriors who had the young apprentices hostage and were demanding that Martyr the Many turn over her cloak of stars and several others in the vault to them uh, to aid in their eternal hunt against mind flayers. After the exchange had taken place and the children were safe, uh, the party attacked the Gith Yankee as they were going to their floating ship, but the battle went poorly for the party and Galron, Mouse, and Grimm all went down, but Sarth called leave them before Ingvar died, so he was at least able to bring back the party. Their business in Neverwinter mostly concluded, except from some away-from-the-table arbitrage, some rooms and teams, side games, uh, the crew decided they would sail west to Gundbarg on Gunderland Island. So that was a, an eventful session. Do you want to talk about the arbitrage at all, Mike? Sure. Just in brief? Yeah, briefly, we actually did a lot of trading in arbitrage, and it cleared a lot of space, 
which then we promptly filled with, uh, well, with the first thing we did was we did some rooms and teams and we have a room set up and a team set up to build tools. Yep. You have so, a forge uh, in, in the forward sort of workshop right. area now. Mm -hmm. Right. And some craftspeople. And craftspeople. So we're building tools uh, and we just had to make some purchases of like retail timber and retail iron, but we'll be able to turn that into profitable material uh, in 20 days, I believe, correct? Uh, something like that, yeah. yeah. And then uh, as we set sail to Gunderland, um, the rest of the space, so I believe it is um, 70... It's a lot. It's 77 loads yeah. of, of yeah. shipped goods. And for that, we got... Um, you had some shipping contracts, yeah, with at least four merchants. Yeah. So they're, so, they're paying you uh, half in advance and half on arrival. They've paid you 270. They'll pay you another 270 when they get there. Right. We're at 32,000 or 3,256 gold, 80.0127 tons of cargo for a value of 19,460. So our total value right now is 22,716. So there you go. Things are going well. So on the map, you can see you're in Neverwinter and Gunbarg is, each hex is about a day's sail. Right. Yeah. So, um, real quick, do we want to talk about uh, leveling as well? Oh, correct. You're also level nine. Uh, what cool new tricks do you have? So Ingvar uh, got to level eight uh, cleric, which means that he got an ability score improvement. Um, he took another point in wisdom, which brings him up to uh, 20, and then a point in dexterity. You're so then, wise. <clears throat> I know. Super. I'm not smart at all. I've only got... <laughs> A 10 intelligence. So I'm dumb, but I'm wise. I'm like Joey. Um, and then I also got Divine Strike. So uh, once per turn, uh, when I hit a creature with an attack, I can uh, cause the attack to deal an extra 1d8 thunder damage. That increases the 2d8 when I hit level 14. Anybody else got cool stuff? Got a fifth level spell slot. <laughs> what are you going to do with that? Uh, look at spells tonight. <laughs> oh, you, didn't, you didn't choose one? No, I had not. So Grim got two third level slot, uh, spells, and uh, I took. Um, You're just gonna use them to smite them. Well, I got Spirit Shroud, mm. which is I got Spirit Shroud, which is kind of like um, the angels. Oh, like Spirit Guardians. Yeah, sort of like that. My favorite. And then um, I got um, what was the other? One? Oh, I was just looking at it. Daylight. Oh, even though it's not technically daylight. John is not with us this evening. Uh, he has some family things to take care of. So Mouse is, uh, I believe, multi-classing into Rogue. So we're just going to say that Mouse is off training to be a Rogue somewhere with some roguey contacts that he's got that you don't know about because he's super secretive about that. I think the, I, I figure the first day of Rogue training is just them saying over and over again, be quiet. Be quiet. <laughs> just stop stomping. Be quiet. You're too loud. <laughs> so either he's hiding on the ship and you don't know it because he's a rogue, or he's off in rogue camp and we'll join you later. Two, uh, a couple other things to note. Uh, we, all, as we get to uh, level nine, our proficiency bonus goes up one. So yay, we're all a little more. We're better at everything. Yep. We're better all around. Uh, general speaking. But then uh, the other one is I made a, a couple contacts in 
Neverwinter. You, you, you caroused. That's right. I did carouse around the taverns. So I mean, it, it, nothing too spectacular here, but uh, you know, I did get contacts with Len Jess, the harbor master, uh, one of the merchants who dealt with spices uh, in Neverwinter. Uh, name is Delia Malter, uh, and then there's a uh, an organization called the Soft Claws, and whether or not Galron knows it, uh, his new drinking buddy Eorl. Skindle, the thief smuggler fence uh, in the soft cause is now a, a buddy of his. So uh, that is, uh, so that's one thing. And also in between all the carousing, I did fix up the ship a little bit. So the whole uh, hit points, the, the holes hit points is now up to 200 up from 170 uh, where it had previously been after right, our so last battle. Out of a possible 300. So it's yes. still about a third wrecked. Um, yes. And it was slightly overloaded. It, we got it to 100.3%. So it's it's kind of riding low in the water. Um, and it, it may may have to limp into Gunbarg. Uh, that's that's right. I, I also want to bring up that uh, with the level up, Ingvar gained a level in all three of the organizations that he's in. That's true. You got some renown. So let's deal with that really quick. So uh, level two renown would normally be a disposable item. From the um, Harpers, they give you a potion of invisibility. I didn't really figure out what the Abolithic Sovereignty would give you, but it would be gross. Uh, <laughs> but let's see. Um, is there What's the oil of slipperiness, maybe, or something yeah, like that? Yeah, <laughs> maybe oil of slipperiness. That's a classic. Uh, nice. Let's put oil of slipperiness there. Um, and then... Church of Valkyr one, you, you'll get that when you see your um, mentor in Gunbarg, because he's actually the one who would have to award that. You don't just, because there's nobody around to give you that kind of renown. There needs to be somebody who has higher rank than you. And in Neverwinter, there isn't, right? So, so assuming when, he doesn't uh, brand me a heretic. He'll... Well, you may want to hide <laughs> the Aboleth amulet um, during your meeting with, uh, what's his name again? Something, Brian Handed. So when you go see Welgar Brandhanded in Gunbarg, um, he will give you some rank rank reward. Um, if the if anybody else uh, leveled up in or, or ranked up in an organization, let me know and, and we'll give you a commensurate rewards for that. Um, on the map, you can see where you are. Let's sail your little ship. Sailing west. So about a day out uh, from Gunbarg. Of course, you know I can't start uh, without some kind of uh, encounter. So it's another sea battle. So what? I know, right? So ro let's say um, somebody roll me a D24 for what hour of day this takes place. Looks like 9 a.m. Uh, thanks, Jared. Yeah. So at about, about 9 in the morning. Grim immediately casts daylight. <laughs> Even though it's 9 a.m. <laughs> Here we go. It's about 9.20. I rolled a decent so. Oh, thank you. Perfect. It's 9.20 in the morning. Uh, roll initiative, everyone. Oh. You're, you start to see things in the water. Shark yeah. fins and, and, and the bad things with them. Initiative. I really rolled a four? Or, yeah, I rolled a two wow. plus two. Okay, I didn't do much better, but still. Well, it's better than they did. Exactly. You, you definitely have some Sahaugan uh, fast approaching. From basically every direction. It looks like it. Yeah. They're, what they're are Sahaugan? They're uh, fish dudes. Here, I'll show you a picture. They look like this, kind of. They're kind of fish dudes, but they're different than Kuotoa. They're not as slimy looking. They, they look, they're fish dudes that don't <clears throat> look as much like Mitch McConnell. 
That's not political. He really does look like a fish. No, tank. yeah, I mean, he looks like a turtle. <laughs> yeah. um, um, it looks to me like it goes Ingvar, then Grim, then Galron, then me. So go ahead and take it away, Ingvar. What do you? Uh, I am going to. You're going to jump in the water? You're not afraid um, of sharks, right? No. But Just dive right in. Come on, bro. There seems to be three clusters of the Sahagan, right? That you have seen, yes. I see. Okay. Um, let me get some call lightning up. Okay. Um, Where do you want to drop your first one? Okay, I know that I want to have the... I'm going to start on the bottom left. Um, so it's a five foot radius on the on the hit, right? So where, which exactly, which intersection of squares are you hitting? There. Sorry, uh, those three. Yeah. Okay. Zooming in on that a little bit. Uh, so they each must make must make a deck saving throw, right? So okay, uh, looks like none of them made it. Uh, they all did pretty well, but um, none of them quite hit DC seventeen. So it looks like they're taking. 26 lightning? I notice you're dropping it at fourth level. I am. I, so since I'm a, a multi-class, I, I have the additional spell slots that Gowron also got. So I have a fifth level spell slot as well. I just got it. Uh, so you blew that one away. You blew that one away. And that one is noticeably damaged. You have definitely killed two Sahaugan with that. Okay, that, that was fairly where, effective. Where were you shooting those? Uh, he was off the off the port bow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that makes it, I believe, Grim's turn. turn. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to right here and shoot him. Bing. So does this fella right here 19 hit? Yeah, that hits him. Okay, so he can take 11 damage. Okay. And then does a 12 hit him? It does. Okay, he can take eight damage. All right. And that's it. All right, he looks pretty damaged. Um, Galron. All right. I am going to be casting a storm sphere uh, and Ooh. just to uh, to the southeast, drawing it, uh, drawing a sh- shape. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so I mean, everybody who's currently in it has to make some kind of save, right? Yeah. So it's going to be a DC 17 strength save. Okay, and looks like if... they have one, two, three, four, five regulars and two specials, okay? <laughs> For a total of either one bludgeoning damage if they made their save, or two if they didn't. Because, really? Yeah, that's the the bludgeoning bit. Rolled two ones on the uh, on that. Womp, yeah. womp, womp. Fourth like level spell right there. A... Basically, everybody takes either one or two. Right. It's pretty crappy. 2d6. Well, everybody (laughs) failed except two of my Sahaga. And I presume that this one here looks the toughest. Uh, Am I... Uh, Yeah, that's probably true. Okay, so that's the one that I'm going to do the lightning zotting on that. So that's a 21 to hit. 21 to hit hit. for 14 lightning damage. And that's my turn. You hear them uh, sort of scream? If fish could scream? I don't know. Not appreciating it? They're not appreciating it. That's fair to say. Got it. Okay, and now it's my turn. I'm closing this group to here. Sharks are closing in. We've got sharks everywhere, and some of them start to climb. Basically, you're going to take a bunch of ranged attacks. The other three of you, does that reflect your your current spot on the ship? Sure. Yeah. She's gonna um, she's gonna message you to surrender. Grim, you get a message, uh, a, a magic message that says surrender or die. 
spiritual weapon. She, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast spiritual weapon. Take that. So now I, I need a spiritual weapon. What does it look like? A, a trident. Oh no. Yeah. Just like yours. In fact, you think it is yours for a second. You're like, I didn't even summon that. Okay. It, uh, that comes up here and starts banging on Galron. Why would it do that? This is hitting Galron, maybe. 22, that hits you, right? Barely, barely hits my 12 AC. Mm -hmm. uh, you can take four plus four, eight damage from a, a, a spectral trident. Oh, the coral smashers, yeah, they just start hammering your hole. So I have two of them that are going to work it on your hull. So this is versus your hull. They actually deal double damage to structures. So that first one hits and you start to feel the hull shake. Um, so your hull took 20 damage there. That was 200. So now it's back down to 180. And here you can feel that they're hammering on the on the back of the hull. He throws a spear at Grim. That's going to miss though. Um, and my blade master, what does he do? Did you think we were going to surrender? Well, I thought you might. You know. Okay, that's about all that happens. Mo well, I guess some of the Sahagans are going to throw spears. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to throw a couple of spears at, at Ingvar. Ingvar, incoming. No dice. Uh, yeah, no dice. So mostly it looks like they're they're preparing to crawl up the sides of your deck. That's it for me. Uh, back to the top of the turn. It's Ingvar. Take it away. What do you do? Yep, I'm going You're gonna to call some lightning ring. Yes, I'm going to zot those two guys that are right up on the ship. Okay. So that's going to be another deck. This is save. now a tower defense game. Yes. Okay. Uh, 12 and a 4. So those both failed. All right. So 33 lightning damage to them. Okay. That one dies for sure. Then I'm going to, as a, as a bonus action, I'm going to send out my spiritual weapon because the one that's, that survived that attack. Okay. So I'm making a copy of you that is your spiritual weapon that I will mark as such with some dots. You can move that. Back in the dude. Okay. He's actually does, kind, of, kind of down where you can't see him that well, but that's okay. We'll, we'll allow it this time. Does a natural one hit? It does not. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly. Sauce. All right. That's my turn. That's what you get for not really being able to see him. Yeah. I'll, I'm actually going to move a bit closer. Okay. Uh, such that when he climbs up, you can glaive him. Mm. Yeah. Curious. Uh, and it, all right. Uh, I think that makes it Grim's turn. Grim, what do you want to do? Lost heads. I will... Um, so th this guy they're right all here. screaming by the way like in a blood frenzy like it's very disconcerting so this guy he's yeah. up on deck or is he mm -mm. he's he's just starting to climb so how far down are we are we worried about that uh you would have to go to the edge and he's like 15 feet down not 10 feet no okay um, but if you position yourself someplace where someone's about to climb up, then they will climb into your threat range at some point. Okay. So I move right here. Can mm -hmm. we call that? Um, and then it, you shoot a crossbow and drop it and draw your glaive? Well, first, as a bonus action, I cast Spirit Shroud. It's it's the new uh, armor? Yeah. Yeah. So it'll, um, until the spell ends, any attack you make deals 1, eight, one d 8 extra damage when you hit a creature within 10 feet of you. So that's the one day okay. extra damage, and that's uh, radiant damage. Got it. Um, but since he's 10 feet away, or 15 feet away, mm -hmm. I crossbow for 13 Champion. damage. Yeah, that's the one that's climbing, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then second crossbow for another 13. All right, uh, he's not looking so hot anymore. All right. Champion or no. Galron, what do you do? I am going There's to... There's a spiritual trident attacking you. You think yeah. it might be Ingvar. 
You know his looks like that. Like, come on, dude. Uh, like, really? It's not right now? right this time. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I've been doing this all week. <laughs> not cool. Still. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'll just do a mirror image. Uh, okay. Here, so. I'll make it trickier for the spiritual weapon. That is correct. Uh, I'll do the lightning zot thing again uh, from the storm sphere. Mm-hmm. Versus. versus. Okay, and then it's going to be against the the same guy. Uh, just, or no, you know the, the one that's attacking me. That's who I want. I definitely wanted to attack the one that's attacking me. I'm not sure you can see over there at the like, moment because there's a there's a there's a deck that is raised up so you, you have to might yeah might have to be on to see down there see what i mean okay so hold on so i'm here right yeah. on, on the deck i can see at least part of the storm itself that uh-huh. i and, and i'm saying that this guy right here that's so that is a, me. that is a spiritual weapon oh that's that is, just that, the spiritual that is weapon. just the spiritual trident ah okay uh in that case um yeah i'll like uh, any this guy we're down here then okay Yep, you can see that guy. Sure. I forgot to move him. Okay. You yeah, really so, did 10 points of damage? Uh, well, no, that's no, no, it's a, that's a nat up. one to hit. Yeah, it's a nat one to hit, apparently. So the lightning <laughs> is it went, not doing it. Went wonky. Yeah. It, went, it did. It did. So there you go. I mean, it it, it, it shocked something in the water, but nothing on the map. That's but in nothing combat. Nothing on the map. Right. <laughs> it went wild. It still looks There's lightning flying everywhere, but not where you want it to go. Can I fly away from the spiritual weapon? You uh, can. She can move it on her turn to keep up with you, but yes. When I do that, I don't take attacks of opportunity as well. I don't, so, think, I don't think spiritual weapons give attacks of opportunity, but... So all, all that said, I'm just going to you know take regular movement in addition with that flying and just head up head right, over so here. So you're all that. going to the, to the yeah. console. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So my sh- shark riding coral smasher is now there too. He's also going to start hammering on the back of your boat. So now I have three guys hammering the back of your boat. Let me do that first. Coral Smashers. Uh, looks like at least two of those hit, um, but only one of them will will get past the damage threshold and do 18 points. Then I have I have some climbing Sahaugan that are going to start to make their way up here. This guy is going to be climbing up here and climbing up here. All right, they're mostly still climbing. This champion will make it up and get attacked by both your glaives, presumably. And these other guys are climbing up the sides of your ship. This is uncool. Uh, 23 and 17 will both hit him, and he will uh, perish from those. There's some argument between Grim and Ingvar over who did the killing blow, but basically he's cut to ribbons. Um, so that champion is no longer a champion of anything. Uh, spiritual weapon is going to come after Galron again. Because why not? So it can only go up to twenty feet, and I went is thirty that, feet. I thought I thought it could go up to sixty. Is that, is that wrong? With that? Am I, I? I think you can cast it up to sixty feet away from you. Oh, you're right. But you on each turn, feet. yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry, I was here, right? Yeah. I mean, I didn't count the squares myself, but no, that's fine. I'm gonna move it to there. Thank you for catching me on that. I don't like getting attacked. Is all I'm really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when when I'm a sorcerer. <laughs> um so i'm gonna i'm gonna i've got these three sahagan at the back who are on deck they're gonna throw spears at um maybe grim standby for that 2022 20, and, and 14 so I, I think since you don't have your um usual armor on i mean your 
Yeah. Spiritual armor, whatever it is. Then two of those will hit you, right? They will. So yeah, two, well, five and two, which re reduces to three two and zero. Or two, yeah. So taken. Well, they're very proud of themselves. Um, and there are shark fins everywhere, and the, the water is frothing just because it is. That's my turn. Bingbar, over to you. Yep, so right there, those three guys. Yep, got it. I call lightning. Okay, so they all take 17 lightning. And then this guy that's right there by my spiritual weapon, the 13 to hit. 13 will hit him okay. and do nine force damage to that. Yeah. Just so that you know, your two points of damage knocked down my third level shroud. <laughs> Perfect. That guy's even more proud of himself now. Because it was a shroud of dead spirits. So like, he like, pink, and it just drunk. They just, <laughs> just like, we did not sign up for this. <laughs> what, what? There's spears? Nope. Uh, Grim, that makes it your turn. All right. As a bonus action, I cast Spiritual Weapon. Or, I'm sorry. Uh, Shield of Faith, is it? Shield of Faith. Yeah. There we go. Uh, and... So just to confirm, there's guys here. The guy's yeah. climbing up. And those, those guys are climbing, yes. And then these guys are there? Those guys are on deck. Uh -huh. Okay. How far up is this one? Mm, he's halfway up, so he's... Neither up nor down. Ten feet down. <laughs> <laughs> so just like the dude here. Uh, yeah, he's like ten feet down. You could stab him with a glaive. All right. That's you held on to the very bottom of it. That's what I'm going to do. Just, you know, pendulum <laughs> golf swing. This <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Four. Ooh. That'll hit. This is right. go. <laughs> so I'm going to go Billy Madison on him again. <laughs> uh, you you have managed to slice his arms off and he falls into the sea. All right. Bleeding ice. <laughs> and then I just move over to the next one. <laughs> Are, are these corpses enough to, like, redirect the sharks? Right. Is it chum in the waters? Well, they have a telepathic connection with sharks. Oh, they can on. command them. But, yes, like, on dead ones, it it is... It Harder is, to control. <laughs> no, and on, on, like, already dying Sahagin, they believe that it brings them back to their deity, Sekola, if they are eaten by sharks. So, you know, that is definitely what's happening there. Gauron, I believe it's your turn. Yeah, so so like I'm on top of the deck mm -hmm. here, not like it's meaning I can like see all these four here by, by like right next to me as they're climbing up. Yes, no. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, just... Yes, the cor the coral smasher is not climbing up. He's just smashing your hole with his okay. warhammer. And, and that's, how they do. That's I'm trying. That's this guy right here, right? That's uh. Uh, correct. Okay, so the coral smasher. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm definitely gonna be uh, uh, attacking him, and that's gonna. You be... don't like them smashing your boat. I just fixed that <laughs> spot yesterday. <laughs> that spot right there. Uh, yeah, so that's gonna be a lightning bolt to his face. Lightning bolt. Uh, you got it. So DC 17 Dex save uh, on his. Mm -hmm. Oh, now I'm going to do a whatchamajigit with the. Uh, uh, what is the uh, I, I know, right? Uh, the the. Where is it? It's the. Uh, so then it's a where's a <laughs> It's the twin spell. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cast uh, it. Okay, uh, well you killed that dude. Sure, yeah, but I'm gonna use three sorcery points to be able to use lightning bolt against someone else as well. Okay. So uh, yeah, so the other you... one that I'm gonna be doing it against is I don't know. Does anyone? Uh, can I see any of them over here smashing this the the hole? Uh, maybe. If so, yeah, this so. one right here. 
yeah. Oh, do you want me to like oh, well, yeah, DC it. 17 dex save. I can oh, yeah. reroll the damage if you want, but uh, up to you. I think. But I like 32. Well, you would. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead and reroll it. I nat 20 my save. So 16 uh, damage officially. Okay. So now that said, uh, since it was a lightning damage attack, and I've got the whole you know uh, like uh, sorcerer thing. heart mm-hmm. of the storm. Uh-huh. Uh, so just throwing that out there again. So that is uh, when I do hey something with that. Oh, John. Hey, John. hey. we're mid battle. Uh, right. Okay. So, You'll have to join roll twenty if you want to see it. Okay. Right. So this eruption causes creatures of your choice that you can see within ten feet of you to take lightning or thunder. So lightning Ooh, damage because cool. it was just uh, with equal to half of my sorcerer level. So I'm level nine. So that's All four right. or five to each of those three. Dudes. Well, you killed this one. So yeah, whoo! There you go. Uh, that and is... I'm dealing four to the others. Sure. That's rad. Lightning. You you like you go all Raiden on them. Like lightning just comes out from your eyes and everything. And also flew ten feet up in the air. And, you know, because I do that. Or not nine and a Which half. Which is feet. really going Raiden on them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to like fall and like you need hurt to get my you a cone hat. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you you killed two Sahaugen with your aura. Wait till Mouse hears about that. <laughs> uh. Uh, well, John shaved too. He did. Yes, it was, it was shaved. Week, baby face. Yeah. So, so yeah. just like Jacob, it's weird. It's the yeah, short boy crew. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, Mike. And Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is like the opposite of a ZZ Top Top situation. Where <laughs> only one guy has a beard. Right. I think that makes it their turn, right? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, so this guy makes it up onto deck unless Ingvar kills him. Oh yeah, totally gonna glaive that guy. This guy is gonna make it up on the deck next to Grim, and so and so is their priestess. She's actually gonna climb to here. Um, the spiritual weapon is gonna come attack Grim. <laughs> Seventeen does not hit you presently, it does right? Not. No. Okay. The Sahaugen next to you, Grim, will um, make a bite attack and a spear attack. Did he move into my range? He did. So you can react to that. Okay. The Blade Master is now up on deck uh, attacking Galron. I'm just going to move him here just so that's clear. Uh, so wow, you nat 20 that dude. So uh, I nat 20 mine too. Did you? Yeah. Okay, so that's 7 plus 2 plus 4 plus 1. Yeah, four, so 14. Which we call, yeah, which we call 14. Okay, so that's actually enough to kill that dude. Congratulations. And, and five of that was thunder, so you hear boom. He's okay. killed. Okay, Kaboomsk. Um, and the one that is crawling into Gal- uh, Grimm's range took 20, which is right. almost enough to kill him. But he's not quite dead. Right, my Coral Smashers are going to be smashing your hull again. I still have three of them back there. Only one of them oh. did uh, anything, and but it did 21 points of damage to your boat, which is not great for your boat. You're down to 141 hull strength out of 300. And right, my blade master. I need to attack Galron. Do you need to? I need to. I make three attacks. Okay, seventeen, twenty-two, and twenty-two. Um, so do what you need to do to determine whether or not those um, all right damaged. So six or higher on this will make it hit. Uh, okay, so he knocked off yep. one of them. Yep. The second one, I need an eight or higher for it to go to the. Oh, so he hits me, and okay. then the, the third one, eight or higher. Okay. Noted. So uh, the third one is negated, but uh, you lose another mirror image. Yeah, so I lose a total of two of them, and that one... And you one took ten that... slashing. Okay, thank you. All right, ten, 
damage to me, and mm -hmm. I'm annoyed. Right. Okay. And, um, three... Not dead like the other ones I killed, but I'm annoyed. The three Sahogan who are on deck are also, two of them are going to throw spears at Galeron because that's who they can see, and the other one at Grim. So this is Grim's and then Galeron, Galeron. <laughs> so 18 misses Grim, 19 and 20 will both hit uh, Galeron for four piercing and six piercing, respectively. Um, so that, so your it hits last me. guy fades. No, no, oh, no, that, no yeah, I, sorry, I, yeah. I was uh -huh. unable to redirect it. Got it, got it. Uh, but then the last guy fades on that. So okay. I, what was that? I got four damage from the one? Okay. Yep. Womp womp. And all your mirror images are, are like, gone at the moment. Belong to me. Uh -huh. Yes. And uh, I think that's it for me this time, except that the, the sea is still full of sharks. All right. So, so sharks, you know, are all over the place. Go ahead, Ingvar. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to drop Call Lightning. On these two. Okay. Um, so that's my priestess and one of my regular Sahagan. So that is a dex save there. Okay. Looks like they both failed. So they will take 24 lightning apiece. 24 lightning apiece. Okay. That's enough to kill a regular Sahagan and make a priestess think twice about attacking your boat. And then spiritual weapon, I moved him over to a guy that's right next to me. Okay. Uh, 21 to hit for 11 force damage. That will hit. And I will yell out for them to surrender. They surrender. don't immediately throw down their spears. Mm -hmm. Grim, take your turn. You have a regular Sahagan and a spiritual weapon attacking you, and everybody else is slightly out of range. So the regular Sahagan to Glaive. That will hit and probably kill him. Yes, it will kill him. Okay. Then I will move Hira and Glaive attack that one. This one right here for 11 yep. and then classic walk over and give him the butt mm. crit the butt Ooh, crit the butt same same dude <laughs> yeah that kills him you killed him <laughs> with your butt <laughs> love it uh nicely done anything else on your turn no Galron, on your turn all right so one of the uh spells that i swapped out <clears throat> was or that i that i gained is snillix snowball swarm i've heard of this spell so we're uh, gonna throw it out there and uh, uh, roll the roll for it. But I'm gonna go over in this direction where the uh, the coral smashers are. So they have to make a DC 17 deck save or take 13 gold damage from my snowballs, and then half as much on a successful. So so that's uh, 13 gold damage to each of those two. Okay, noted. And that lets you do something. Oh no, that's. No, I think that's it. Let's start with my coral smashers. This one is gonna swim around back here. He started getting hit. Uh, this one too, actually. They're they're all gonna they're gonna hide behind your boat. Ooh, a crit. So uh, eighteen thirty six on that first one. That's a big hit. The whole ship rocks with that hit. Minus thirty six puts you at one oh five. And then the other ones don't do enough damage. But that was a big hit, and you you uh, being in touch with your boat. Jared, you can feel that water is starting to rush in from that hole. Um, and there are dyes on board. <laughs> that could that everything could end up purple. Um, <laughs> our hippogriff <laughs> we'll trying to sell him as a rare purple hippogriff. Purple hippogriff. Uh, it's a hippie hippogriff. All right, so two more Sahagan come in to fill the gap there, and basically you're getting swarmed, uh, Grim, which is I know just what you were hoping for. 
so one of them the yeah the, this one, one of them, yep. yeah uh this one roll it okay minus 10 to me from you attacking me with a glaive as i come in now i am going to attack you in return so first off my spiritual weapon uh, then she attacks with her bite and with her claws nope, nope. and then my three sahagan do likewise they get a bite and a spear and all of that i didn't hit you once did i not a single time no dang well they're you know cr1 half mostly so don't feel too impressed um, i do over here the blade master i think will attack ingvar since ingvar is attacking him and that will go one two three like that ingvar 24 8 and 8 i'm assuming the 24 hits you for eight slashing yes it does yep i think that's it for my turn so let's see i don't want to hurt them you don't have to you just send a lightning bolt on them <laughs> make it safe sure yeah because grim is notoriously dexterous um it's notoriously damage resistant yeah i guess um i don't know uh I, i'm I, I don't want to risk it i've been rolling too well tonight so i actually have a plus three on dex all right so that's my priestess and one of my sahagan looks like yeah with egg i'll go for all four grim forgive me Oh, you're, you're you're hitting your mast, in other words. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> I, I will rule that that will also damage your mast <sighs> and your sails, right, the, the, which have stats. Right. It, it would have to. If you're going to center it there, you have to. So do it. Yeah. What's your yeah, brother what going to do about it? Watch it happen. <laughs> He's going to tell um, you to do it. Here we go. DC 17 deck saver, 19. All right, so uh, first I'm going to figure out how to roll for your ship, because that's the most fun to do. <laughs> Has a dex of seven, so minus two. <gasps> your ship not 20. So your ship apparently is very attuned to you, saw this coming, yes. did well. However, we, we, we practiced this a couple that's of times. Right. <laughs> the sails have 100 hit points, so they, they still take... Uh, looks like 10, right? Mechanically right. 10, thematically. <laughs> right, Th thematically, some of your sails still got torn. Now that that's done, you can actually damage some baddies. So, uh, so 11, 3, and 13, nobody made their saves. Everybody takes 19. That, Grim, that kills the priestess. Grim, Grim had already damaged. Uh, did you fail your save? Yeah. Where's your roll? Oh, there it is. Yeah, you take 19. I love that the mast saved but grim didn't but you did kill the priestess so the spiritual weapon also disappears Woo! all right oh that reminds me um i still need to do my spiritual weapon against homeboy over here yes you do a 22 hits him for 14 14 okay he gets uh stabbed with your spiritual trident yeah he does and he, he he's like you me same tridents <laughs> what <laughs> um all right, Ingvar is wondering, are we the same? <laughs> like, maybe. Do you guys worship Abolites? <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. Um, if you don't, let me know. I'll probably worship them too. <laughs> whatever it is. Whatever it is. You worship a giant shark? That sounds cool. <laughs> sounds really cool. <laughs> uh, um, all right. Uh, I think that's it for you, Grim. Take your turn. All right. Uh, you have a wounded Sahagan and a non-wounded Sahagan. All right, so non-wounded... You not one. I get attacks. Stabby, stabby. Missy, missy. 
All right. Uh, so then non-wounded again. That hits. That hits. All right. Yep. And then the butt. But that will hit. All right. And almost kill, but not quite. That's a turn. Uh, Galron, over to you. Okay. Um, so what's going on with this guy right here? Uh, He's been attacking uh, Ingvar with a blade. I mean, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll... As Grim finishes up his turn, he hollers, his Get the ones attacking the ship! Yeah, they're... Okay. So just regular movement, 30 feet, right? Like, yeah. doesn't really get me all the way, you know, to a no, point right? where I can see them. Like, they're... Plus there are Sahagan in the way. Exactly. Well, I mean, even if I were to just like run, you know, run past with opportunity attacks and all that, mm -hmm. um, yeah. This round, you know what you should do is jump in the water. That might be quicker. That's probably like just like swim around the side. They'll never expect it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, there's <laughs> nothing to stop you doing that, right? Except like ten sharks. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like ten. If Mouse were here, he'd be riding the sharks, taming the sharks, talking to the. Yeah. Sharks. At what point does Mouse? Burst from below decks, riding he, crossbow. He might do that any minute if John wants to. I wouldn't mind. I always watch. Watch me guys. Yeah, come and, and swing thirty-two different blade attacks from the back of a. <laughs> you, they, I told them that they didn't know if you were on board or not because you've been you've, you're off studying to be a rogue, and either you've already studied enough to hide yourself really well on board, or you're off in in at rogue camp. They honestly don't know if you're on board. So if you burst out on a griffin, they'll be as surprised as anyone. Sure, I'll do that. Perhaps not shocked. Roll initiative then, and we'll put you in order. Oh. And Galron, finish your turn. Yeah, yeah, or even like start my turn, right? So uh, I'm going to pop it up. No, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I have Missy Step from the hand harp. So I've been practicing the harp uh, a, a yes, lot. You have. Yeah. And so you've learned the Misty Step tune. Ex exactly. Uh, and it goes a little something like this. I want to be 30 feet away from it where I <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, it gets me 30 feet. So if I, like, move a little bit, then bonus action, like, get me over here-ish. And it looks awesome. That's right. Like, I'm, like, running and, and harping and... <laughs> Uh, and know. suddenly teleporting. Yeah, right. I would. I would like to. Okay, so I would like to teleport past that guy. So let me just. Whatever, it's fine. Be there. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there I am. Uh, and then continue, or like from here, if I can see down, or like you know. Yeah, you're fine. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I get over there, um, and then I looked. At, so that was a bonus action to do the misty step. Um, bonus action and move are now used. Yes. Yeah. So then uh, I can't do another spell. Right, because of the hand harp, like you can only do, like even bonus action and like mm -hmm. action, uh, even you, you can't unless it's a cantrip. Ooh, unless it's a cantrip. True. Right. So create bonfire. No wait. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, firebolt then uh, to one of the coral smashers that's directly close. Did one directly below you? Uh -huh. Yeah, that's the one. Twenty-four to hit. Finally, did yeah, that'll hit. A decent hit of four damage. But that is surprisingly enough to kill him because he was already wounded. I mean, I already threw snowballs at him, so I figured I'd melt the That's snowballs right. off. You're it's... a fire and ice kind of guy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So there he, you go. He falls into the water and the sharks begin devouring him as so, he would have wished. That is what Oops. I do. All right. So, John, you're, you're at initiative 24. We'll pick you up at the top of next round after their turn. Um, dead, right? Sorry, I can't hear you. What? Everyone's almost dead already, right? Correct. Okay. It's a perfect time to show up. <laughs> and save the day. <laughs> right. And claim, claim the credit. All you right. should have seen all the guys down here. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole ship is swarming with them. Uh, any of those hit you, Ingvar? P probably at least two of them, right? 
Oh yeah, sorry. It, the Zoom like cut out for a second, so it was like I didn't hear anything, and all of a sudden it was like two attacks. Yes, they both hit me. Uh, it was actually three attacks. Did the your what, is your AC higher than seventeen? It is. Okay, so yes, ten slashing plus sixteen slashing, twenty six slashing to you, sir. I didn't like that. Uh, you're not meant to. <laughs> um, the wave shaper is going to go attack Galron. But why? Uh, because he can. So that is a bite and a claw to you, Galron. 10 and 18. Uh, the 10 so, doesn't hit. <laughs> but the 18 does. So you take 17 slashing plus 12 cold. Holy mackerel. And then the Sahagin next to um, Grim. So that's 18 is my highest of those. And so none of them hit you. Again, Correct. Grim, sorry. Sorry for not hitting you. I know you want to get hit a little bit more. And oh, my Coral Smashers. Can't forget them. But you mean you could. Only two of them remain, <laughs> and only one of them hit the AC of your sailing ship. Wait, what's the hole's AC? Hole, yeah, 15. 15. So, yeah, and didn't do quite enough damage to break your, your threshold. So uh, that, I believe, is it. Universe going, you guys hear that? Something below deck? Yeah, Mouse, it's your turn. First, fourth. Am I only seeing four bad guys? On deck, yes. Okay. Um, and where am I coming out from? Flying past Grim on a Griffin. Right. You're lucky if he doesn't reaction uh, attack you for entering his threat range. That's right. <laughs> he's been known to do that. I'm gonna. So he's, he's coming out of the Griffin door then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I'm gonna. This is what I want to do. I want to have the the Griffin come out and kind of try to grab this guy. Can you do that? And then yes. I want to jump off and attack this guy. Yes. Do you have Griffin stats handy, or do you need me to look them up? Oh, I don't have them handy. Sorry. Shoot. Okay. You can so look it up I... on D and uh, D Beyond, and you should be able to do, do its stuff too. But okay. But yes, I can attack for your Griffin on on its behalf here. Can he throw that guy overboard? Well, he'll have to hit first with this clause. Okay. Sorry. Are you rolling for him, or you want me to? I'm roll rolling for him. him. Okay. I thought you wanted me to. That's fine. That's I hit a, I hit with a 24, so that looked pretty good. And yes, he definitely threw that guy overboard and killed him in the process. Okay. And I jump down and since I go into a rage, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to lightning attack him. Where are you? My aura. So I'm I I jumped off and I'm right here. I see. Oh, right. So um and that's also a sneak attack if I want. Uh Your aura is a sneak attack? No, no. When I attack finally. If we get that far. Because, one. Okay. Yes. You DC dealt 13. one. Oh, save. <laughs> to see if I take it at all. Yep. Funny thing is he has two hit points. So you almost killed him with your aura, which would have been rad if you'd only rolled better. Yeah. Because Grim's been fighting that guy, and you could have killed both of Grim's remaining assailants and taken credit. I'm going to headbutt this guy <laughs> just for fun. Okay. Roll. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, okay yes you headbutt him to death <laughs> all right <laughs> and then Definitely. mouse lets out a, a, a yell a scream and where is the griffin <laughs> the griffin landed on the um the railing here just right there all right the griffin is this other mouse that has a dot on it okay okay that is was a sweet turn cool <laughs> we're all yelling out where have you been? Yeah, they haven't seen you. It, it's the fifth day of the voyage, and you have not yet been seen <laughs> up to this point. I was uh, communing with my rogueness. Uh, yeah. My rogueness. Did you, did you take stealth as an expertise? Yes, I did. That explains it. It's yeah. been practicing. Um, 
Ingvar, that now it's your turn. All right. There's apparently uh, a new a new assailant attacking Grim. <laughs> <laughs> it's a purple hippogriff. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry, it's a griffin, not a hippogriff. Um I I'm going to take the dash action. Or sorry, no the You're not gonna kill this dude? Well, first I'm gonna attack with my spiritual weapon and see if that doesn't end. Okay. Um that doesn't even hit. hit. Oh, okay. fine. I guess I'll blow him or something. Um, at this point, my um, call lightning is probably going to do more damage. Yeah, so 24 lightning if he fails his deck save. Let me see. He does fail his deck save. All right. Does that take him down? No. Where Dang. is he? <laughs> right here. Yeah, you got, uh, stuck, you got stuck with all the mooks midships. Yeah. Okay, well, that's my action and bonus. I guess I'm... All right, Grim, what do you do? I move. Um, There's a very angry furball next to you that you could attack. You could jump on the griffin. It's now currently not mounted. You've seen it and you want to do it now. Uh, run up here. You, how did you vault it up there? You gotta use the stairs, buddy. <laughs> I, think, I think you can get there. <laughs> um, and sneak attack. What? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Stay in your lane. <laughs> Can't do that. That hits. That one does not. Ooh, Blade Master. Yeah. But the bad thing is he had all these hit points and like a sweet armor class, but he's just been hit by lightning uh, like and other things that ha haven't gone against his armor class. So he's he's getting low here. Okay. Well, I only knocked him for 12. Well, he's still alive, but not super happy about it. I mean, he's happy that he's alive. Don't get me wrong. Uh, he's not happy that you hit him. Um, Galron, that makes it your turn. You're being yeah. assaulted I, yeah, by, it's, it's, by somebody who does a lot of damage. They did, what, 29D last turn? I, I, yeah, I recall if only, that. If only Grim had come to help you. Yeah, if only. So the... Maybe uh, not the here, so I'm having a thought. The um, Proceed. I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, I know it's coming real slow. <laughs> it, it really is. Um, Stand by for transmission. <laughs> okay, let's start <laughs> off with the let's let's start off with the bonus action of uh, the lightning uh, from the storm sphere against the coral smasher that's right here. We'll just okay. yeah, let's kick start, it off. Let's just ease into this turn. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So that's gonna be a DC seventeen strength save. Uh, or ugh, come on, do or, or wait, no, no, sorry, not not the strength save. It's twenty-seven to hit, is what I meant to say. Oh, that'll for hit. six for sixteen lightning damage against that guy. Okay. Okay. He has taken sixteen damage. That was my bonus action. Then, as my action, I am going to. Oh, I remember what my question was. Has he been oh, hit good. yet? <laughs> has he been? This has this guy been attacked yet at all? Like, uh, no, I don't think he has. So. Uh, I'm going to uh, jump know, in the water. I'm going to jump in the water, or and by <laughs> that I mean not that. Uh, instead, you're going to hang off the side. I am going to use my fifth level spell slot <gasps> with telekinesis. Whoa! I can't. That is a ton to read. I know it is. So it's concentration. <laughs> so the storm sphere now disappears. That's why I wanted okay. to do the order of operations thing. That was part yeah. of it thought process but yeah blah 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 i can move up so creature jumping in the middle there you can try to move a huge or smaller creature uh, so the, the thing next to me i kind of don't like i'm gonna move it you're gonna you're gonna telekinesis him i'm gonna telekinesis him strengthened by the uh okay make an ability check with your spell casting ability uh -huh. contested, contested by, by his strength. strength okay so we'll we'll uh -huh. do that so i'm gonna roll yeah. now 
it's not like a, a, a two hit or anything. So it's, well, I rolled a four, so I I think you're gonna do this. So it's a sorry, it's yeah. Anyway, so I I win the the the, the uh-huh. contest. I can move them up to thirty feet in any direction, including, including upward, upward, but not uh-huh. beyond the range of sixty feet, that which is the spell. Sure. Uh, so so up thirty feet. And it's restrained in my telekinetic grip. You know it. And so it's like 30 feet kind of like up and to the right. Or in, no, no, d- down, down and up Move and south. Move him in front of the griffin. Up and south. Up and south. Yeah. So like up. over the water. Uh-huh, like here? Yeah, sure. But like otherwise 30 feet up. Or not... 25 feet up or whatever. Yeah, 20 feet. <laughs> Trigonometry. Or... <laughs> String. <laughs> but that's what I'm doing. And he's restrained uh... and it's now, it's now concentration. That's what I'm concentrating on. He's definitely writhing trying to get free. So. Can the griffin attack in midair? Yeah, sure. sure. I mean, Griffins can do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, and then, but without ju- without mouse on him, he doesn't. He doesn't just do. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll defend himself, but he's not going to go do what you want him to do. So, just wrapping up the the relevant bit of uh, this. So, on subsequent rounds, you can use my I can use my action to attempt to maintain my telekinetic grip on the creature by repeating the contest. Noted. So that is where i am with this anyway that's my that's my bonus action that's my action and i believe that's it for my turn other than i don't know just like going over here so okay uh my coral smashers are gonna climb up yeah i think that one that you hit is gonna climb up there i I don't know why i said that (laughs) no i was i was going that way anyway sure i think they're both but he's really tired after like you know attacking the ship so he's gonna no no, so he has a sw- he has a move of thirty. It takes half his half his. It, 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 he's basically yeah, able to make it up there in a turn, yeah. and then attack you. You know. Um, okay, so he goes to hit you like this. Fourteen to hit for bludgeoning. Uh, yeah, that hits. And the other one is is on deck, but going to smash the deck because he can't. He's out of movement. He can't what get a you. deck! <laughs> uh, he did not. Managed to do any damage to your deck. Um, then my wave person can make a big whirlpool, I guess. But that's, oh, we've still seen that trick still, still doesn't help. <laughs> Nobody's in the water. Uh, maybe. Oh, if only I thought about it. They would have. They if they had practiced their tactics a little better, he would have made a whirlpool, and the guy would have tried to push you off off the deck into it. That, and then there would have been like a sharknado down there. <laughs> Um, but unfortunately, that didn't happen. So, my uh, Blade Master versus Ingvar, one, two, three of those. 22, sorry, 21, 12, and 19. I'm assuming the 21 and the 19 hit you, Ingvar. They, they do. So, I've done 20 slashing damage to you. Oh, boy. Are you dying? <gasps> I'm close. A little every day. <laughs> uh, or a lot. Then. Who have I got left? Oh, I just realized I haven't been making con saves. Oh, okay. Well, now's a good time to do that then. Um, you have a plus three on all of those saves. Yeah, well, a natural one's not going to cut it, so. No, that's true. So your spiritual weapon goes away? No. No, the uh, call, call lightning. lightning? Yeah. Nice. Um, can my can my wave uh, shaper do anything against the fact that he's telekinetically restrained this round on his turn? On his turn, uh, just re-looking at telekinesis, uh, um, 
until the until, right, so until the end of my next turn okay. he is restrained got it so he's gonna make a whirlpool though he can do that just so you know there's a whirlpool <laughs> that would cause people to have a strength save uh i will draw that and then it's mouse's turn go ahead mouse hmm. yeah mouse is gonna get back up on um crossbow and and grab this guy out of the air uh, why is this? Oh, oops. This or, guy. At least, or at least try to hit him. Yeah. You can't grab him out of the air because he's telekinesed in place. You oh. think you could, but. Okay. So, yeah, I'll just attack him with the Griffin. Yeah. Yep. Um, do you have that up now? I do. Okay. Go ahead and roll a beacon and a claw attack then. Plus six. Okay. Plus, you can try to attack him with your um, with one of your weapons as you as you go past. Right. Oh, he missed with his beak. That is unfortunate. Why aren't you just hitting the... You don't have the... Oh, yeah, I can. That's stuff. right. I wasn't thinking about that. Sorry. You're right. Well, claws hit. Wow. Yes, they did. So... Um, you actually have to... You have to crit with them, though, right? Because you're not 20 there. Right. So you need another 2d6. Okay. All right. So um, three and a... It's not really a 13 more, right? So it's nine plus uh, another nine, looks like. So 18 to him. Which is pretty good. Oops. Oh, right, because the four here. Yeah. 18. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Where's... Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And so when uh, Crossbow can't grab him out of the air, uh, I guess um, I guess will attack him, too. Yep, you may make uh, a one-handed Warhammer attack, for example, right? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay. So 12. Uh, yep, 12 damage. That hits. And... Smash him up. Conk him on the head. Yep, and I'll do that one again. Okay, for another six. Oh, actually, yeah. Shoot, sorry. Yeah, the the two is the rage is over there on the on the end. So, so two. Guys, yeah, two to each one. So it's yeah, plus four. That. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, he's uh, heavily damaged and bleeding, but not dead. All right. And yeah, I'll just I'll just hover there. Uh, I'm not sure Griffins can hover, but sure, fine. He's latched onto him, right? Okay. With the yeah. Claws, so yeah. Oh yeah. So he's, he's yeah. Yeah. That's um, that's weird. <laughs> what in midair? <laughs> yeah, uh, Ingvar, that makes it your turn. Yeah, so I'm going to run away, dive in the water. <laughs> First, I'm going to spiritual weapon the guy since I'm already there. It's a 14 mm -hmm. to hit, 15 damage. That misses. Awesome. And then I'm going to cast cure wounds on myself at third level. Okay. One healing. Oof. All right, and right, that's me. Alrighty, Grim. Uh, this guy right here. Yeah. I commenced to whack it. Yeah. That hit. No. Oh, that does. Twenty-three. Hit. That hits. That kills. Okay. Dead. Uh, and then I am going to move uh, here, and then I'm going to move here, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to misty step. What? Here. Charge right back into the fray. You saw someone else do it. Thought it was cool. It, it looked cool. <laughs> Just like that will, running. That and... will allow you to target the one who's right next to Galron, or the other one, actually. Uh, do you think I can't end up right here though, right? Correct. Because I still have the butt. <laughs> I teleport in and <laughs> you're, out, you're out of movement. I know. All right. So I'm there, just begging them to come to me. Come on. Uh, all right, Galron, that makes it your turn. Okay, so question about um, falling 
10 feet onto ground versus falling 10 feet onto water. Not for me so much as for, you know, say, a bad guy. Does it well, do damage? Does ultimately the question is, does it do damage? I mean, I feel like no. it doesn't feel like it should. Ten feet onto ground is obviously be, not the same. Is an acrobatics check to avoid damage? I think ten feet into water does not do damage. Okay, so he's currently and, and he's currently twenty feet up. He's 30, 30, 25. Well, yeah, somewhere in there, like Whatever, up to thirty. A, yeah, but he's it's a Haugen. If you drop him into water, he's going to be fine. R- right. So if I unless it's from a real high height. It's so, like Brer Rabbit into the Briar Patch. Come okay, on. so so here it is. Uh, so it's so it's still my turn. You're I think gonna I move him to, thirty feet up. Thirty feet up and drop him into his own whirlpool is my thought. Well, okay, and, and I want to like figure that out, right? Like that's that's my plan. He, that's he my can thought. cancel his whirlpool anytime, but he's also being gripped by a griffin, so it's <laughs> right. not like he can just move thirty feet up. You have to make you have to make up an opposed strength check, not only versus him to hold on to him, but versus the griffin to drag him away. So. Uh, I say do that. Okay, I'll I will. Just drop it and I, I, we'll just... I, yeah, I'll, I'll release my grip on it <laughs> because can... got Griffin stuff going on with him. And right. instead, uh, re you know, reshift this to the uh-huh. the, the guy that's uh, next, uh, to next to me. And I don't know why I'm thinking about that because I could just drop him onto the deck. I don't know why. Like, yeah, I'm like even thinking about dropping him into the water, into um, the deck, because you wanted to drop him in the whirlpool. Yeah, exactly. That was. That, I thought it would be cool though. Drop him in his whirlpool. But uh, in the meantime, I'm gonna uh, switch over to this guy. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna have to do a uh, contested strength. strength. Yeah. If did we decide that if he moves him within my range, that it's it has to be it, it has to be a willing they have to willingly move. Like if he moved him within my range Correct. right now, then that doesn't qualify for an opportunity to attack because in the same way that moving somebody past out of your range doesn't so i so i can do that i can i can move him any direction right so i can move him into and out of like just to the west right because like that doesn't that say yes if you move him west he will he well he's already in grim's threat range so it doesn't provoke an entire opportunity no matter what okay so he's going 30 feet straight up okay and that's uh that's my action I'm giving him floaty things so that we know that. All right. Um, and just make okay. sure. Yeah. That's, it's uh, that's their turn. Action. The other guy jumps back in the water, sploosh, and swims under the water to carry the water. Um, so he, he he's somewhere under the hole and he can still attack. So he's hole. attacking your hole from underneath. Oh, what a shit. jerk. That, that doesn't do anything this round, but you can hear him down there banging on it with a lot of sharks. That sucks. Sharks are like eating the other things, though. So. Yeah, some of them. But uh, and my guy who's next to the Griffin can attack him. I think, right? He, oh, he's restrained. What is restrained? No, 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 no. He's not. He's not. No, no, he's I, not. I, I switched my so he's focus. Being, okay, he's, but so he's, he's being held by the Griffin. Well, but he, he, yeah, sort of. He can still attack if he wants. Yeah, I mean, so, I, if the Griffin's okay, not so holding he, him, he's falling. Well, yeah, so he's attacking the Griffin. Uh, he's gonna bite and claw the Griffin. And possibly kill your griffin. Let's see. Whilst falling. Uh, oh. Does does a 13 hit your griffin? 13 hits, I believe. Hold on, let me sure. Yeah, it does. Yep, it's only 12, yeah. How many hit points does he have? Oh, right. Uh, they have 59. 59. Yeah. Okay. I was, was going to say, you, that griffin is an expensive... Precious cargo, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, people aren't going to want to buy a griffin that's been all cut up either. You're going to have to heal him at some point. So you can um, keep him forever. That's right. <laughs> um, Somebody owes me some gold. <laughs> he takes 14 piercing and 8 cold. Your griffin does. Oh, okay. And 
you have to suddenly make a strength check uh, to <laughs> hold him because he's dropping into the water. Okay, strength check. Yeah, just, just roll it and we'll figure it out. If it looks good, we'll keep him held there. Otherwise, whatever. 23, yep, you still got him. You're okay. carrying this dude. Oh, we don't see that, but I guess you do as GM. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. No. What? It, it, Has... yeah, it's, it's whispered somehow. I don't know how you did that. I don't know how I did that either. Okay. <laughs> Because I was like, you were telling about all those rolls that John was making. I was like, oh yeah, all sure. all his rolls are just are whispered. Why, why are you being so secretive? <laughs> I don't know. I think it, it's it, yeah, it's a it's a beyond twenty uh, yeah. setting yeah. that Jared Jared can help you with. Yes. Yeah, I'll we'll do that after this battle. Yeah, I'm just hitting the thing, and that's what's happening. So yeah, whatever. just mashing buttons. Okay, so uh, nothing else is going on except you still have a coral smasher somewhere under your boat, hitting your boat. Like a jerk, and a lot of sharks guarding him, <laughs> which they should have done in the beginning if they were very tactical. So, how? But he is the smart one. He just figured this tactic out. He's like, "I'm not staying up here. I could get hurt. You know what I could do?" All right. So he's down there doing that. Uh, uh, let's see. That makes it Mouse's turn. Mouse, you have a Griffin holding a dude. Okay. Make, make claw and bite attacks for him secretly, and for you, <laughs> all right, less secretly. This is beak. Beak seats. Oh. 21 did. Why is it not going? Go. If, if you just hit the whole beak attack, it should just do it all, right? You're hitting him. Are you, I'm hitting it. Oh, there it goes. Yeah, but you're hitting the two things separately. You're hitting the to oh. hit and, and the to damage. Just hit the beak button okay. above it or the claw so button that. above it. Yeah. yeah, I did that the last time. Okay. So, yes, that it looked better. Um, Although he didn't it. hit with that one. Well, you also made two beak attacks, and one of them should have been a claws attack. Right. This is fabulous theater. I know. Sorry. <laughs> like, wow. There you go. You it didn't register on, on my side. It didn't actually register at all, so that's why I kept hitting it. Okay. Um, so you hit with the beak for eight, and you hit with the you critted with the claws for twenty. Right. You have killed the dude. All right. Congratulations. All right. You have so, your griffin is now carrying a dead Sahagan and eating it. Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna have him land on the on the ship. Is that minus one fodder? <laughs> I think that's, but, that's what that was. But he's gonna wretch it up later. It's how it's not good for him. That part of his normal diet. He should be eating horse meat like you've been feeding him. Uh, suddenly, I have no one to attack. That's well, there's true. One I mean, the Galron's there. <laughs> there's the yeah. one floating that yeah, above. Uh, there's Galron. another one floating. You could have attacked another one floating. Just wrap it out the sky. Yeah, you could have flown past him and warhammered him. Instead yeah. of landing, but you too, too late. You landed. Yeah, well, sure. he's he's your your Griffin no longer wants to fly because he wants. Well, to yeah, he's eating. Right? Yeah. So this is when I become a, I do my little roguish bit and I go and I pretend like I'm going to attack Galron. Yeah, you're no longer ah! laughing about it. Uh -huh. okay, you're no longer raging though. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. Okay. Uh, that makes it Ingvar's turn. Ingvar. Yeah. So my spiritual weapon is going to go out to there and uh, start attacking sharks. Cover me, yeah. <laughs> Cover me. Um, the 19 to hit for 14. I need a Sahaugan that can make sharks fly. That's the kind of Sahaugan <laughs> specialist I need. They've got one that, like one that knows telekinesis. Forces. Yes, that's what I need. Um, <laughs> Telekinetic telekinesis. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right, watch out. I'm making that encounter. So Ingvar is jumping off. He is? Trying to get down. Yeah, I want to get down below the <laughs> ship. And cast chromatic orb on the guy who's hitting a boat. Okay, uh, you, so you're under the water. Yes. So I, I'll put him where he is, but like under, he's like there under. I'm gonna give him a dot so we know that he's got pink and purple dots to mean under. 
That's fine. So chromatic orb is um, it's a ninety foot range. So that's still within range for me. Okay. Um, so and I'm gonna cast that at third level mm -hmm. um, and ignore the the damage that comes on here because I'm using my channel divinity to deal max lightning damage. Mm. That's a nineteen for let's see at third level. That's five d8. So that's forty lightning damage. Wow, cool, nice move. You killed him. Sweet. Very good. All right. So, and on my next turn, I'm going to be getting out of there. Yeah, there's going to be like all kinds <laughs> of sharks coming yeah. in here. This is going to be great. I can't wait for that. Uh, Grim, what do you do? So, does Grim know that? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you hear a sploosh, but there's lots of splooshes. Well, sploosh number two. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Yeah. That was what I was going to do if he didn't do it. And if I don't know that he killed him, then I'm yeah. like, time to be a hero. And right. you're like, you get there, get down there just in time to see like this lightning orb, like blow into bits. And there's sharks all around. Uh -huh. And I see no Sahaugen. And uh -huh. I holler, uh, 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 Galron, float me up. <laughs> Alright, it's your turn. Uh what? <laughs> I was gonna go help my brother. What the no, heck are you doing? I, I, I can't. I it's missed the step up. I missed the step up to the You can miss a step more than one. I thought it was a one a day thing for some reason. No, uh, no, I have it as a spell. I, oh, okay. I have it once a day. Got it. Through my so heart. Yeah, so you, I, you missed the step up to here. I missed the step up to here and whack this guy in the face. No, he's actually he, 30 he's, feet up. he's thirty feet up. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so on my turn, I would like to repeat the uh, the, the the finger jigger. Uh, no, you know what? Actually, I'm just gonna let him. I'm gonna, I, the, the the contest. The, oh right. Uh -huh. But I'm not. I, I that's what I said, and I changed my mind. I'm not. I'm just gonna let him drop thirty feet. So he's doing his okay. thing. And, He'll and enter as, my threat zone. And <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> Suddenly, but he, I feel like it should also give power to his warhammer smash. Well, let's see how I do with well, a pinata sl slash him with a glaive. All right, all right. <laughs> Just hold your. This is my acrobatics check. Okay, I'm I'm taking damage. Sure. <laughs> taking damage because I landed on Grim's glaive. So. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. As I also thunderstep to this other side of the um uh <laughs> this ship. Uh huh. So. I just yeah move taking my guy. grim with you. <laughs> <laughs> taking taking mouse with me. I don't know. No, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'm taking no one with me because take I, grim I, because your 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 thunder will kill this dude. Uh, well, well, the 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 thunder is gonna happen like whether or not grim you know is coming with take me. him. Take him. Uh, Grim, you're coming with me. Okay. S sorry, Mouse. Uh, <laughs> or whatever. Anyway, so... Mouse, make a constitution saving throw. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, so make sure I got this. I let go the telekinesis for him. Uh -huh. I thunderstep over as a... Uh, and you oh, took Grim, who just barely a Misty stepped up. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. As an action, so I cannot use my next... I, I don't have another action to lift Ingvar up. True. But I'm ready. That's where I am. Okay. So I love how both impressive. Mouse and the Griffin now have to make a Constitution saving throw. Correct. Oh, mouse and Griffin make con saving throws versus DC 17 or take nine damage. Thunder. Also, and you said that guy's dead? Uh, 17 anyway. That was, oh, I don't know. Okay, so take half of nine, take five damage each. Okay. 
Well, the, oh wait, the, that, that the Griffin doesn't have that lightning, and the Griffin doesn't have your Constitution. He has his own. I'll roll for him. I oh, he has to roll too. Yeah, he's there. How, how large is the effect? So anyone that was within ten feet of where where I was, uh, right? Okay, okay. Bamped. So he got he took nine. Okay, and I took this is uh. Lightning. You took five. No, thunder, right? Thunder. Okay, thunder. Yeah. Got it. Now. So, so I go over there. I'm like, all, all already. Did you say that the coral smasher is dead or is still there? Uh, right. He also has to make a, a save, but yeah. I think he uh, he'll die either way because he's okay. got two hit points left. Got it. Okay. okay. There are no more Sahagan, but Ingvar is in the water, so I get. To, I I need it. Does this mean that none of Does this mean that none of the sharks are being telepathically controlled now? Yes, but they still want to attack you. Let's be honest. Yeah. These are these are just. So I just want to like. These are just normal shark attacks now. Yeah, I don't know why that sounds better to me, but for some reason, <laughs> if, if that's a distinguishing thing, then yes. <laughs> like so excited. Shark has advantage on an attack roll against a creature if at least one of the shark's allies is within five feet of the creature, and the ally isn't incapacitated. Okay, so I'm going to be. This is basically going to be all with advantage. Okay. First. So, how many sharks can I move to you? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> all of them, right? right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. What's eight. their swim speed? Jeez. Five, oh, I'm going to die. It's, it's good enough. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty much going to be surrounded. It's nice yeah, how they line up with him. It was a. Uh, yeah, eight. It was a worthy. This is, this is the blade wall all over again. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. It is. Oh, that was great. These are just blade wall fish. Okay, so I've got <laughs> Eva's got like a martyr complex. <laughs> I've, got, I've got eight sharks with advantage. Jeez. <laughs> oh man, we need a healer. <laughs> you have a cleric. But what you need is a healer. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> All right, was that eight? Let's see. One, two. Oh, I'm not getting advantage. I thought it would give me advantage. Oh, I, uh, all right. So we'll just take every other. So, or, you know, every two. So 14 and five, no, no hit, right? 23 and 10 hit, right? Yes. Take four that, piercing. That five was a net one. But it it's was, advantage. But, but that was, that was with a, oh, yeah. that was a consequence of advantage. All right. So 14 and 12, no hit, right? Right. 19 is a hit, right? Yes. So I don't need to reroll that one. So that's, Unless you crit. how many have I done now? Four? Uh, four. And then with the 19, uh -huh. that's 14. Oh, right. Damage. Yes. Uh -huh. that, that was the fourth shark that attacked. Fourth shark. Sorry, fourth shark attack. Yeah. 19. So I have four more sharks to go is what I'm yes. trying to figure out. All right. So here we go. <laughs> One, two, three, and four. Did that all come through? It is slowly getting there. But yeah, I just made it through. All right. All right so 12 and eight, no hit. 24 and 20, that's a hit for 10. Yep. Six and 10, no hit. And 10 and five, no five. hit. Correct. Okay, so the total damage to you, 24 shark bites. Yep. <clears throat> so you, you, you had <laughs> healed yourself for 21. Yes. So you're I'm not back below where you were. What does that put you at? I'm currently sitting at two hit points. <gasps> oh, if only I had hit one more. <laughs> I'm definitely moving more sharks your way. Hang on. Just in case. I mean, they could probably get from underneath as well. You really could. Yeah. <laughs> Over the top as well. If we think about this in three 3D. dimensions. There's right? the yep. around you, and then the next level down. <laughs> really, right. but. that's how we beat the cat, the cursed captain. So you know, yeah. is it? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we we uh, moved yeah. on top of him and shot down. So I guess right. take another eighteen attacks if you want. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about this? I'll take I'll take three more shark attacks. Sure, and I'll die. Let's let's do it. You'll be dying in the water. <laughs> I'll be dying in the water. It will yes. be great. 
Yes. Actually, with our new rules, you'll only be prone in the water. <laughs> you know, it's just like you know the back float, you know, like aka like, sinking. Like the, no, every, only every time they, sinking to the bottom of the. But every time they no, do that, damage, it, it will it will count as a death save. So you'll just be, be doing fun. the dead man's float. All right, here we go. Ha ha ha! Thank you. All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm wearing armor. I go prone. Two, I'm going down. Three. Nothing hit. They miss. Oh wow! No, I got a oh. oh. Yeah. So I'm dying. Okay, sweet. Okay. He's not All right. <laughs> Full steam ahead. So it's mouse. <laughs> we'll tow your body back to your homeland. Gentle <laughs> repose. Gentle repose, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? He's got a he's got a cleric friend at the Temple of Elker who would theoretically maybe raise him, right? Yeah, uh, in theory. How how soon do you have to do raise that? Is it within a day? But, he, but he's dying, right? He's not dead at the moment, oh, exact but moment. But if he were dead... Yo, oh, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and well, I guess you'd have to be kind of intact, and that's probably not going to happen with these sharks. But Okay, uh, Mouse, it's your turn. You hear a lot of hustle and bustle up at the top of the front of the ship, but you guys just have, got hit, hit by thunder. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm confused. So let me um, get on crossbow. I mean... <laughs> he kind of growls at you because he wants to eat, but whatever. Uh, Go feed I mean, some make an animal handling check. Can we? Is, sure. Is this still crossbow? I thought we sold crossbow. No. What? <laughs> Every new griffin, we just, it's crossbow. <laughs> oh, uh, no, not he's more. not going anywhere. All right. <laughs> you get on him and he's like, mm -mm. all right. Well, I'm just going to run to like right here. Uh, right. Why don't you move your guy instead of just showing me? Yeah, no, I, I didn't mean to do that. I forgot okay. I, had, I had that. Okay. That's it. That's Double move. Do. Oh, yeah, I can send double move. So let's just go up here. Ingvar, it's your turn. Make a death save. Yo. I tried to use the GUI and I came up with options. I didn't want options. Options are the worst. Who wants options when you're dying? <laughs> One save. <clears throat> okay. I'll throw down a rope. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> the little ring, the little life ring. <laughs> <laughs> Like a lifesaver. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Just oh, have this man. gummy candy until your brother levitates you. Catch. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, I'll levitate him up. Unfortunately, uh, that does not trigger opportunity attacks by every shark. How, how, how many sharks are still <laughs> hanging on? I mean. 1d4. Quick, someone get the bat spray or the shark, you know, shark spray. Oh, three three of them are briefly hanging on, but they, they all yeah. eventually fall back into the water with chunks of Ingvar in their jaws. Yeah. So, uh, you know, your as, arm as, is pretty ripped up, Ingvar. Yeah. As gently as possible, lay him down right next to Grim. <laughs> I mean, not like, I mean, he is dying, so as gently as possible. Okay. He looks a little more rough than I've seen him usually. Uh huh. Like his face is half eaten. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. For you're instance. this rough since you go head person to a blade wall. Um, exactly. What kind of what kind of scars do you want from this? Remember how we used to make you have yeah. to take a scar whenever you would hit um, dying? Do you want an eye patch like a sweet pirate? Sure. Okay. You're missing an <sighs> eye perception. Yeah. No, no, no. Got like a Samuel L. Jackson kind of like Not much mechanical <laughs> effect. mechanically yeah. no effect narratively you you're more priority yeah eye patch with like scars yeah like, like full on shark bite scars yes. peg leg yes and 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 if he gets drunk then he'll show you all the other shark bite scars all over his body of which there are many <laughs> yes 
in various places. Oh, yeah. man. And he sings uh, Dropkick Murphy's like every chance. I'm a sailor peg. Yeah. <laughs> I lost my leg. Well, uh, uh, telekinesis came in more handy than uh, Yeah, I, more I than you think, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, eventually the sharks, I mean, they're still eating various Hagen bits and stuff, but you guys can... Various sail. Ingvar bits. And various Ingvar bits. <laughs> And I'm assuming that Grim, that you lay on hands him yeah. back, back to life on the following turn. All right, well, that was, that was a good battle. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I was worried that you guys were, no, nobody was going to go down or anything. Uh, but then I was like, oh, if I make this guy go back in the water, somebody has to go in the water. <laughs> this will be great. I didn't, I didn't predict it would be Ingvar re-blade barriering, but he did. <laughs> I was like, I'll, I'll send out my spiritual weapons so that I don't have to worry about that shark. It's one of those things and it should where, be fine. Like, if you... Oh, wait, hold on a second. We're on the Zardoz Zord ship, but it's not the one that had the submersible, right? No. Right. He wouldn't that would have been That would have been epic. If you'd run down to the submersible <laughs> and like... <laughs> <laughs> yes. That would have been rad. Uh, okay, all right. Okay, so you survive all that, um, and you your ship is now at 105 out of 300 hit points on the whole. Did we decide that there was a ship works at... Uh, there in, is. In there, Gunbarg or Gunderland? In fact, the, the gnome who taught um, Galron to, to repair ships is there. Oda Gimlet is her name. She, she you know, so we, sorry, we, we did make it back to, we're limping into You're into limping into Gunbarg Harbor, yes. Okay. And, and and they can install a ballista. Uh, theoretically, we'll get to that. Inside, okay. but yeah. I got to take a quick fire break, guys. Okay, go for it. Um, so, right. So here's the things that happen when you get to Gunbark. Uh, we will switch maps first off. Congratulations. All right. We'll move you on to Gunbark. That feels map. like an accomplishment. If it does. Okay. I've put your ship here. At, uh, here. And... Uh, everyone, n- not everybody, but a lot of people are, are kind of near the docks waiting for your ship as it comes in because they know that this is the ship that has a lot of the spring supplies on it. A few other ships have kind of been making their way over, but this one had a lot of shipping contracts and it has uh, various things for various people. So first off, you do get paid the uh, another 270 gold, um, which I will mark to um, add to this ledger um, by the various shipping contacts. And... Um, there are some wagons waiting for some of those, and here's what, do you care kind of what's being unloaded on those? It's kind a little of, bit. Um, so one of the wagons is like a super fancy, almost a carriage, but it's still a wagon, and it says prime water on it, and there's a gnome uh, with that who is taking um, delivery of a whole bunch of what appear to be like pretty fancy and exotic foodstuffs. Like there's a whole like barrel of caviar, and like some really fancy wine and like a whole bunch of other things that look really like top-notch um, kind of food and drink products. And that's all going to prime water. There is um, a kind of a rough looking dwarf uh, who um, takes uh, delivery of a whole bunch of crates of um, tools and uh, blast furnace supplies that they're going to be building a blast furnace from. Um, there's a Another gnome who is taking delivery of what looks like maybe exotic timber planks. And uh, there, there are humans in this town, I swear. But like everybody who's taking delivery of something from the ship at right now is a, a demi-human of some kind. So you've got um, 
two gnomes taking delivery of things, and then there's a halfling who's taking delivery of like the bulk of everything left. Um, looks like that's like all kinds of um, like uh, just various supplies um, and tools and dry goods, and that's all being loaded onto a, a couple of wagons for this halfling. Um, so that's what's happening there. And a woman in a red cloak comes and, and greets you and says, uh, "Old Grave uh, King, Old Grave Red Axe would like to meet you. Um, uh, you may be tired from your journey. Uh, we've we've set up some rooms for you at the the Dragon Turtle Inn and Fest Hall, um, so you can make your way there. And then maybe tomorrow, if you would come see King Red Axe, we'd love to. And this is this is because we brought in all the goods. I mean, is this? Yeah, and like a sh- another ship had made its way from Neverwinter, and so he kind of knew to expect you from um, uh, from uh, what's his name, Never Ember. Had right. kind of sent word that you were headed this way. So that was a ship um, that and, was ahead of us. Yeah, just okay. like not, sure. not even like a carrying much, but um, but yeah. I, um, I'm just mostly. I was just curious uh, yeah. if they had also been attacked by Sahu, Sahu again. Uh, but I mean, whatever. Uh, yeah. Or if, if we know, if you, or if if they, you yeah. ask this yeah. lady, she'll say that there have been a lot of attacks this okay. year, more than more than usual. Yep. It's more pirate attacks than usual. More Sahu again attacks yep. than usual. Both. And it's, it. it's definitely kept the King's fleet busy, um, trying to do what they can to fight those off. Yep. Does he know that we are <laughs> the we infiltrate pirate lords and take down? <laughs> uh, he he knows whatever Daggolt Never Ember will have told him. So probably yeah. some of that might have made its way. Um, so that is happening, or at least you have that invitation. Um, so. I sent several of you, actually, I think I sent all of you kind of a list of who you know in town. Yeah, right? I've got that pulled up um, for mine. So you might want to refer to that. Uh, there is definitely the ship repair place. You can go see her. Oda. Um, Oda Gimlet. That's uh, here at, at 18, which is just down the docks from where you're at. Um, and the Dragon Turtle Inn is up at number three. We don't see the numbers, but that sounds cool. Oh, you don't? Sorry. Yeah, I mean, but she's oh. up there to this uh, northwest. Yeah, uh-huh. I'll ping that for you. Right. And that was who again? Dragon that's Turtle. The Dragon Inn. Turtle Inn, where you where the Leeds brothers run it, and that's where they've booked you okay. some rooms. Neat. Um, Neat. And Gimlet's is down here. If you're zoomed out, and uh, other, and you know the other people that I've said that you know. So okay. um, let me know what you want to do first. I feel like we should repair the ship, okay. or like get it. Go. Get it, get it working. Yeah, the sooner the <laughs> sooner the better on that. But yeah, let's. Well, and I think I think setting the prices for all that is you know getting a sense of, of what all what that's going to do to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you take it over to Gimlet's Ship Repairs, which is just there, and Oda Gimlet is this little, little gnome lady, and there's like rigging everywhere in this big warehouse, and she's like kind of swinging place to place like uh, like some kind of monkey. Um, uh, she. Oh, a long time no see. She is jovial and happy to see you, but she it, she does still have the nasty habit of chewing pungent chewing tobacco. So you do have to watch out as she swings past that she's spitting uh, onto the ground and the whole place stinks of that. But she you she uh, comes to a, a skidding stop near you and 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 hugs your leg um, as a gnome will do mm. and is happy to see you. Um, she wants to hear all about your adventures, but we'll kind of skip some of that. But yeah. We, we tell them. Uh, there you go. When she <laughs> sees your ship, she's like, wow, you made it in here on that thing? You're braver than I thought. That's um, true. Thank you. 
so she k- takes a few minutes to examine it and says that's going to cost uh, about. Well, first off, it's going to take. Um, a, well, it's going to take a day wow. for every five hit points and twenty gold pieces for material and labor. So that what does that put us at for? What what's our current hit points on that? Yeah, if we go back to that real quick, hang on. It's like that. three, I think. Maybe. You're at like 105 <laughs> out of 300. So, so we're going to be uh, here for the winter. <laughs> Summer. Well, it's going to take a while. Through the winter. 105. So Through the winter. <laughs> let's, say she, let's say she says if you want it fully repaired, it'll take two months. Okay. You'll have to, you'll, you'll have to be here for two months. Um, and it'll cost you. I'll give you a, like a, a bulk deal on this um that it will cost you let's see what would be um it would be like 20 plus 19 is 39 times 20 is almost 800 right called 800 sure yeah can can we get a slight uh discount and get it done a bit faster if Elron helps out yes you can oh okay yeah spends his downtime at it um i will roll up a new character that will go adventuring (laughs) because my current character is invested this one got another job yeah Uh, multiple jobs he gets another job Elrond's all about the side gig he really is Um, (laughs) like I will be back in a month and a half with a fixed ship (laughs) and ready to adventure (laughs) let's say but I mean like if we're not going anywhere for a certain period of time right? if Galron helps out and because he's an old friend let's say I'll charge you 500 okay but um, how much to add the ballista spread, to don't it? Don't go spreading that kind of, uh, you know, price around. Oh, yeah. No. I would never, Oda. Oh, if you're looking for add-ons, that's great. Uh, she's like, oh, I can upsell. Well, okay, let's talk Let's talk add-ons. Um, uh, let's see. I have that somewhere here. Stand by, stand by. Weapon upgrades. Do you want magical uh, weapons or just regular weapons? Magic. Yeah, I mean... Because I can give you like arcane artillery, and that's uh, that's in the that's in the fifteen thousand range. Is that in your price range? Not so much, no. Okay. Uh, um, still, but we want it. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, okay, so how about arm rest you for it? Oh, I thought you were asking for armrests. Uh, she did armrests. We need like about twenty cup holders. Can I get a reclining seat? <laughs> I want, I want to be able to use this in style. Arcane Sea Wars. That's in the DMG. I thought it was here. I thought they had it with the rules here. That's really annoying that they don't. We're interested in turning this into a booze cruise. So. <laughs> Cup holders and recliners. We need a full bar. Uh, where's my DMG? Hang on. Station. Stand by, stand by. Booze cruise slash floating temple of Belker. We need one of those fish that talks. <laughs> Like a singing Billy Badmouth Bass. Bad yeah. <laughs> That's probably she could probably get you that. I know. Yeah, that's just an enchantment. <clears throat> it's just magic mouth on a fist. Right. Take me down to Gonberg. <laughs> Drop me in the water. <laughs> I thought there was going to be some kind of margarita meal tie in there, but um, siege weapons. <laughs> Sorry, ships one nineteen. That's what I need. Stupid. The index in the DMG is the worst. It, it is. I professionally yes. Did you say professionally yes? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it is the worst. That is that. Um, 
falls under the got, purview of librarianship. Anyway, go ahead. What? I, I, I've got the DMG on D&D Beyond, so I can... Do you want to just look up, like, ballistas? Uh, but I think coffee would be... Yeah, all of us should be able to look it up, I think. Hang on, I think... Yeah, I think I've got rules for this in Call from the Deep, I'm at least, if, if Ghost of Saltmarsh doesn't have them. Because it costs more than just buying a ballista to mount it onto a ship, obviously. Um, seven, I think. Seven more? Yeah. Yeah, seven more. <laughs> maybe, maybe eight. <laughs> uh -huh. Stand by, stand by. Copper. <laughs> yes, yes. It costs seven copper. Okay, more. ship weaponry. Here we go. Oh no, that's for like a random ship. I don't need that. I need, here we go. Ship statistics. Ballista, right. Each ballista, a ballista will cost you 500. I have in, in stock, I have one cannon that'll cost you 2,500. I have a mangonel. If you want me to put a ram on the front, I can do that. Um, I can put a Scorpio, which is uh, kind of like a mangonel, but here. I'm just gonna screenshot this table and paste it in black. What is a mangonel again? It's what you were getting attacked with. It's what you I remember, normally yeah. think of as a catapult. Right. Shoots up and and requires some, some aiming, right? Um, so, hang on. Let me... Seems less useful on a ship. Well, I mean, it does if you're in, If you're in a ship that's dropped in a trench of water, it's like Right, it's actually useful. not bad. Yeah. Which... Right. Grab. Capture. Selection. So, here's what she's got on hand. I wanted to figure out which screen it's going to pop up on. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm going to put it on um, Stormy Seas channel. I figured it makes the most sense to me. I don't know why there's an Obama reference here. What? In the channel, there's a, a, a gif of Obama, but I don't know why. <laughs> Someone was jealous. Yeah. Okay. Send that. Here is your... Here's what, here's what you can install. Ballistas, cannons, mangonels, rams, scorpios, and side shears. Now, your sailing ship... Uh, Oh no, we we decided to treat it as a galleon, right? Your sailing, sh your galleon has up to five weapon slots total, including the ram and side shears, if you want. So yeah, if you want each and each of those, will will take a little time to install as well, but we could probably maybe fit it into the two month. Okay. Anything you'd like to order today? I think uh, uh, given this price list, we could sit on it. I mean, if, if the ship itself isn't going anywhere, we can... But at least a ballista, right? Yeah. yeah. What's happening with uh, Crossbow? He's back in his pen. Awaiting oh, sail. Awaiting yeah. sail. Awaiting. Is, this, is this the port? Well, this is a, this is a class four market. It's not really necessarily where you go to sell exotic mounts. But, yeah. but the it's rolls possible. are the rolls. The rolls are the rolls, right. And so if, if in the arbitrage game, if Graham decides that he's going to convince somebody to deal in exotic mounts and that they'll buy loads, then he can sell them loads of exotic mounts of which you have two on board. All right. That DC whatever price he's able to get. All right. If I'm a, a DC 16 with like a 160, I'm sorry, but they got us to go. <laughs> well, so, I don't, so, think, so I don't then get the... to 160, right? You know, you <laughs> might be able to sell them to mouse. <laughs> you just, could probably fill the mouse for just sure. Saying. But it, maybe in your meeting with King Redax tomorrow, you could convince him that what would really make him king. is king on the mountain. A purple hippogriff. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? Uh, that you know, Mike, one of the people that you know in town is former Waterdeep city guard, right? Right. So he would have been around Griffin Cavalry. He probably wasn't one, but he would maybe love the idea of being like the Griffin Cavalry of Gunbark. 
Well, and if I need to show him how awesome it would look, I let Mouse do you like, you uh, let him do the test drive. Right. Yeah. I like the idea of Grim selling it in downtime and then Mouse trying to track it down and steal it back during downtime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like there's... the idea of uh, a free willy situation where uh <laughs> you know on the on the eve of the sale. <laughs> So are Griffins the tables of this campaign where you're just always looking for the desks? <laughs> like, oh, I saw a good Griffin over here. <laughs> Can we steal that one? We're, we're, we're just Griffin trainers. Kevin, <laughs> just furniture movers. That was that that has to go down as like one of the top like. I mean, just the way jokes. It, yeah. Well, just the way that 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 heist work. Like we're, we're the desk guys. That's what we do. Right. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Someone orders a desk, we bring a desk. <laughs> what happened is that everybody in Waterdeep learned not to not to store any valuables in furniture. Good. <laughs> Good. Word got around, right? We it, did was our all, job. it was all wall vaults after that. Right. <laughs> right. Little did they know that the cult of the dance of bear was making safes as their side <laughs> game. Right. It was all it's the long game. Right. <laughs> it is. That's how they that's how they made their money. Okay, so um she agrees to charge you five hundred gold pieces for repairs and at least another five hundred for at least one ballista, right? And a Scorpio, that's just a arrow or? A Scorpio is, think of a crossbow that instead of shooting a bolt, it's like, it's bigger than a crossbow, not as big as a ballista, but it, it shoots a, a like a rounded stone, right? It's like a, it, it just like shoots a, it's like a crossbow for a bowling ball. Right, mm. which is awesome. Which is awesome, undeniably, yep. I mean, I kind of think we should just pull the trigger on a couple of Scorpios. Well, the nice thing about a Scorpio is that it doesn't require three actions to fire. It only requires two. Right. They do um, not as much damage. And and versus, they're, they're more of an anti-personnel weapon than an anti-ship weapon, because just because they don't do that much damage, right? Yeah, but personnel have been, you know... I agree. Personnel have been the issue. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, in terms of ship weaponry, because it's considered anti-personnel. Because on the turns, it's... The crew shoots, right? Like the weapons shoot independent of... Correct. You, yeah, you could start involving your sailors. Right. Yeah. Um, are we able to uh, modify these to be like harpoon, sort of, to use artillery? Or... We'll have to figure that out. But yes, presumably ballistas can be harpoon... Oh, sorry, am I muted? No. No, they're not. You're no, fine. Okay. Sorry, I thought I, I, I saw a notification of something on my screen. I thought it made... Um, so yes, uh, ballistas can be loaded with harpoons, but uh, we'll have to figure out how that works exactly. Why, why do you want harpoons specific? Because he wants to pull things in. Yeah, that's right. He wants to like harpoon things and then like climb up the ropes onto them. Right. Or, or uh, there's just over. yeah, there's just more opportunity for hijinks that right. that John okay. is interested in. Or I like, grab onto it as it's being shot and right. That won't <laughs> That'll work. Sure. Pretty sure I saw that on Fast and Furious. So, <laughs> so it definitely works. So it definitely works. The physics is not a problem there. <laughs> right. <laughs> the physics are immutable. Yeah. I, I, it actually matter in Hobbs and Shaw, uh, the, the offshoot movie, where they're def- where they're like defending his Hawaiian <laughs> island or whatever. There was yeah, a, a harpoon in a helicopter. Truck and the- 
yeah. Also, we need to hunt Kraken or something too at some point. Right? I think that can be arranged. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have uh, I have draft rules for like monster parts that we didn't pull in. Oh. Get Hogan, but you didn't have any room on board anyway. So. Um, okay. So uh, you there's want... whole room. There's portable whole room, huh? <laughs> oh yeah. You can always you can always fill the portable hole with guts again. That doesn't make your gold nasty. Um, everyone's like, <laughs> every time you pay for something, they're like, Ugh. <laughs> um, so are you Good ordering for all that's private and public? <laughs> it's legal tender. You got to take it. Right. <laughs> well, you... want my money or not. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> uh, so you're ordering some Scorpios. I heard two of them. Yeah. If we got five slots. Okay. All right. You want those? Re- you want the blister in front and the and the Scorpios in the rear? <laughs> Tell me what you want. Where? <laughs> what would you uh, like on the bow, and what would you like a stern? I'd like a stern ballista. <laughs> You'd like a stern ballista in the rear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's. <laughs> All right, Scorpio up front, ballista in the rear. <laughs> Great. Uh, All right. Anything else you need from Oda Gimlet? I can't think of anything. I feel like that's the, the major stuff. She's one of the few people in, in town I don't have asking you for a quest. Yeah. Perfect. But she does she does say that her girlfriend, um, Jalar, who's the in the Carpenters Guild, is always looking for exotic woods. And you might go see her and talk to her about uh, the exotic woods that she's seeking. Because okay. we can have lesbian gnomes. It's that kind of campaign. Gunbarg is a very accepting town. Okay. Anything else uh, there? If if not, then where do you go? You have uh, rooms at the dra- at the Dragon Turtle. It's now uh, what time? One d twenty four and another one d sixty to tell us the, the minute. Or nine a.m. plus one d twelve hours. Uh, no, I mean that was yesterday, so it could be like up to a full day. It's now fifteen hundred, so three in the afternoon, and. Wait for it. 29 minutes. It's about 3.30 in the afternoon. What else do you want to do? Uh, Yingar would like to visit Ida, bring her the clock that they got, and mm-hmm. see what she's okay. doing. Um, so Ida Oland lives in standby. No DMG. I need back my other thing. So I did give you um, on one of the channels, I put the neighborhood sheets for, for, salt, for, for Gunbarg if you want them. Um, actually, before that, I'm going to roll the, the general mood of the town because I have a, t- a table for that. D20. Let's see how things are going. 10. Uh, so they, there has been a bountiful catch lately. Music and merriment echo through town as everyone celebrates the bountiful catch of fish. Um, and uh, Mouse, now that you're a rogue, you automatically listen for rumors on docks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so roll me a, a d10, Mouse. What you hear is that the um, the agents of the Lord's Alliance have been infiltrating the town and that it's only a matter of time before they remove the town council and replace them with foppish nobles from Waterdeep. Uh, Look, there's one now, they say. Sangram's <laughs> <laughs> oh, walking around going, fop, fop, fop. <laughs> Stink me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Does anyone know where I could get a, you know, is there a perfumery around here? 
Where can I get my capes cleaned? That's right, capes plural. I have multiple capes and they need to be cleaned. <laughs> oh, cloak boy, oh, cloak boy. <laughs> okay, so Ida's house is, uh, oh, it's actually just next door uh, to the east from Gimlet's. So it's not a far walk at all. Um, so shall um, we take a carriage? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, is there a palanquin handy? <laughs> Carry my litter. Can we send a messenger kit in advance? Have them announce our arrival. <laughs> I just want to have that once in my life where, like, somebody just for 24 hours, every time I walk into a different place, They're like, Lord and Lady Lightfoot. <laughs> And like as I go like store to store in the mall, like attention build a bear. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> the kingdom of REI. <laughs> Listen attentively. <laughs> All right, so you go see Ida Oland, and she is delighted to see you. She's like, Oh, it's been years. She hugs you uh both. Um she's like, Ingvar, are you are you still growing? You look taller. How? <laughs> I'm mean, like, I'm pretty sure I lost about a dozen pounds on the way over here. Yeah, you look. <laughs> you also look awful. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not been the 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 You're most not, pleasant of, of voyages. You, this you side. look like you had an awful awful experience. You get, yes. Well, we we, we, we ran. Did you get keel hauled? What happened? <laughs> we ran into some. Uh, Shahaugen. Oh, and, yes, uh, that's been bad this year. Yes, and in an attempt to protect our ship, I ended up having to jump to the water and, and got attacked by oh, so many sharks. Yeah, that's so. what they say not to do in a Sahaugen attack. Is <laughs> yeah. And under no circumstances, jump in the water because there's always sharks. Yes, well, I, I figured you at that point. Know that. Well, I did, but I figured at that point it was either <laughs> someone got in and, and took care of the guy smashing our hole, or we were all going to be in the water very shortly. Oh, so. They've been doing that. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, so hey, you should see our ship next door. It's it's rough. <clears throat> it's going to take a couple. Care of you though. Yeah, it's going to take us a couple of months probably. It's it's banged up pretty bad. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, I'll go see that. That sounds uh, yeah very but interesting. We, we we've been. Uh, Around quite a few ports, we uh, we brought you this one of the famous clocks from Neverwinter. That you <gasps> I'd love to that. see it. Show me so how it I works. Produce the the, the clock. I'm I, I don't know if it's got a mechanical component or if it actually runs from like flowing water, like the ones in Neverwinter. It's but, mechanical. Um, it yeah. it there's a lot of brass gears and stuff. Cromwell brass, actually. Uh, you know, now that uh, Gilby's got that contract going. Um, okay. so yeah, it, it's clockwork, and uh, she's very excited about it. Yeah, um, so just just make sure that it's fully cranked. You know, when you wake up before you go to bed, and it should keep perfect time for years. Uh, okay. Um, she she says, "Have you heard uh, about what was the name of your first ship?" Oh, our first. Dude, I don't know if we ever decided. Well, pick one because it's on it's on your bonds, right? So yes. Um, or I can give you one if you need it. How about, how about In- Ingvar's Thunder? <laughs> it, it wasn't. It didn't it belong to you and Galron. Yes. <laughs> but Galron's like, yes, we can name it after your farts if you like. <laughs> I like the idea of Galron coming around the corner and being like, so Ingvar, what are we going to name the? Are you painting the name on the boat right now? Are you kidding me? 
I, I'm on the uh, the fantasy name generators for ship names, and one of them is the Fub, the Fubs. But uh, you know, just okay. So it was briefly known as Ingvar's Thunder, uh, <laughs> but she she says it, it it got sold a few years ago. Uh, it came back to, into the port, and it got sold to um, to Gellin Primewater, um, and he renamed it the Emperor of the Seas. But I haven't seen it lately. You might ask him about that. Yes, I will. Gellin something. Prime water, prime water, gallon prime water. Optimus prime water. I don't think he lived here when you were here, but he's he's rich. Mm. Owns half the boats. We just took a large shipment for him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jared beat me to it. So it's like, uh, yes, it, I had definitely it, checked it out. Did you do that? Say again. Yes, I did. Yeah. All you you just do slash add or you do slash Trello space add space quest name and it will show on your to do. It's it's called what now? The Emperor's. I heard it. It was renamed the Emperor and, of the Seas. Oh. Emperor of the Seas. The pretentious. Or, yeah, uh, it wasn't that big of a boat. That's true. But it was it was magnificent. Ningvar's just gonna stare longingly into space for a few minutes. Anybody else wants to talk? No, no. I think we'll all just kind of. <laughs> He's gonna be doing a JD wait out the moment. Just... Okay, so uh, while Ingvar's doing that. Um, Anything else that uh, you want to do on this side of town? Let's see. Uh, near you, uh, 21 and 20 are uh, who I am. So, so I've got a, uh, something from the, the Soul list Lord of House folks. and the Mariner's Guild Hall or, or next to you. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so one of one of the folks that uh, that Galron knows uh, or knows of or yeah, is a Kalashite wizard in town, Keladek the Unspoken. Mm, he lives up on the hill, kind of towards uh, Stonerise Manor, so it okay. might make sense to visit him either going to or coming from uh, Stonerise Keep tomorrow. Okay, that sounds like a good plan. He knows about a shipwreck uh, or the the wreck of the Golden Crown, so just gonna when we get there, that's the plan on that. Okay, uh, where does Welgar live? Oh. Up so here to the east, up on the hill, uh, where I'm pinging now, is that is the Temple of Valkyr. Okay, the House so that's where of the I'm sea Lord. Okay, yeah. So I I I, I picked the last place, so I don't want to give other people a chance, but that's the next place that Ingmar wants to go. Uh, Grim, any any uh, objection to that? No, I mean I I have uh, Old Grave Red Axe to talk. Yeah, to that's him. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then Eliander Fireborn. Yeah, he'll be there at Stonerise Keep. Okay, that, too. that's what I was going to ask. Um, or, or if not, he'll be he's at Kingsfleet Tower, and that's kind of over that way. And then Prime Water is the only other. <laughs> yeah, you might want to meet Prime Water. Yeah, yeah. he's kind of near. He's on the other side of the. He's along the docks. Is is where the Prime Water village. Okay. Um, okay, so on your way up the hill, first off, uh, when you get to like let's say here, um, Mouse, make me a perception check. All right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Four. Oh, sorry. You only rolled a 1d10. There you go. 20. That's a little better. Um, so you notice kind of off here to the northwest that um, that looks like a druid shrine. Mm. And you also notice on a 20 that uh, this sh- shop here that is having stuff unloaded that was um, loaded back at the docks, uh, it has some of what you've now learned are like rogue um hobo signs right there's like uh there's a there's like a a sigil that you understand to mean like you can get things on the down low here right okay 
and that that's that's this shop here uh right i guess i didn't make that clear yeah no I got okay so yeah those are the two things you notice you're taking it in okay um so uh that said you continue on up the hill Oh, and I'm going to ask for another perception roll just from Mouse. Actually, anyone can roll this one, but Mouse especially. Mm. Mm, that's good. Ingvar hey. says, <laughs> <laughs> is that another fear bulk? And you look where he's pointing. I was actually thinking that might happen sometime. Okay. And up here in the cemetery, digging a grave is what you're pretty sure is another fear bulk. And she has lipstick. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a dude. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Grim leans over and says, "Look, look how lucky you are. See, you could be a grave digger and now, but instead you get to be like a pirate." Um. So you guys enter the the temple of the Sea Lord, and it's interesting. You get inside, and it's like you're on a ship, right? There, you when you get inside, the roof is instead. It's basically an illusion of a of a clear day uh, and a blue sky. And the there is a mast, several masts and sails and like the wind like furls the, or, you know, like fills the sails and there's rigging everywhere, but like, it's not, it's not shaped like a ship, right? It, it, I mean, it kind of is, it's long and narrow kind of like a ship, but, but there's like tables of like, you know, sailors on barrel stools laughing and having a good time and, um, and kind of at the back of it all, you you catch sight of of Welgar, Brian handed uh, your old mentor. Um, so I, I I I go head up there with Walkin in tow, and I'm telling Walkin, start taking notes, just sketches, anything that you see, sketch everything. <laughs> it's like it looks like a ship. We were just on a ship. You didn't want me like, to sketch that. I'm like you idiot. This is not a ship. This is a temple. Okay, I need you to sketch and make notes of what a no, temple no. looks like. Temples have like tentacles coming out of everywhere, like mosaics of shipwrecks. That's what temples have. He starts arguing with you. <laughs> so anyway, we're we're having this conversation. I go to to Welgar and I, Welgar, it's, it's it's been a long time. We're a charisma check. Ooh, a charisma. Yeah. Straight charisma check. Sure. Just just you know, see what kind of mood you catch him in. Uh, he's a little gruff with you. He's like, ah, oh, not one letter, huh? I thought you died at sea by now. I, I almost did, if that makes you feel better. You look like you did. What happened to you? Didn't I teach you better than that? You stay back and you heal. Keep your ship safe. You're a healer. <laughs> it, it seems like whenever I stay back to heal, nobody needs healing. But whenever I jump in, then I need healing. And I can use my healing spells. I, uh, he's, he, Ingvar looks thoroughly chastised. He's, he's very much looking at the ground and... Yeah, he, oh, he says, I'll expect you here for services twice daily while you're in town. Yes, yes, of course. Um, I, I haven't been completely idle, though. We um, we, we, we set up a, a, a temple. Well, we're trying to set up a temple. Oh, I've had in... news of you, just not from you. I'm angry because you never wrote me. I've had all kinds of letters about the things you've been up to. And I know you're due to be ordained a seas calm. I'm just angry yeah. you didn't let me know. I'm 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 so sorry. Well, uh, it won't it won't happen again. I'll be sure to be more dutiful in my letter writing going forward. But we'll be here for probably at least a couple of months. And, and yes, oh, I we my myself and and walk in here, um, a defector from Umberley, will will be uh, will be here twice a day for services. Absolutely. <laughs> he basically turns to walk in. He's like, whatever he's been teaching you, you're <laughs> gonna have to forget it all. 
I'm going to have to reteach you everything. We're going to start from scratch with you. And Watkins like, what about the furball? Can I? <laughs> <laughs> he, he shows he shows Bogart the writings that he's gotten from Mouse. <laughs> he's horrified. <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to see what happens. One d twenty with that. One d twenty. He's he thinks it can maybe be uh, like sorted out, but he just kind of shakes his head at you. Like, I don't know, like, okay, whatever. Is there at least an altar to Valkyr on your ship? Grim, is there, is there an <laughs> altar to Valkyr? There, there is not. You're going to have to pay for that, too, while you're in town it, if you want one. It's not yet. It's it's a new ship. We got, it's going to, we're going to get, um, they have, all, do you know where I could get an altar? Is that, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to check. I'm going to, I'm going to find out about an altar. We're going to make it happen. <laughs> Um, he's, uh, let's see. Do you want a quest from him or do you want to do, you want to do that another time? You're taking um, quests, right? Yeah. Yeah. So far, the only quest I have is my, my first ship. All right. So, um, he gets to telling stories and, and actually Welgar turns out to be a really good storyteller. So uh, eventually all of you and whatever of your crew have come here to worship on their own, um, are, are just, he, and everybody else who was there, they are all gathered around, and he tells the story of the wreck of the of the Sea Marshal. And the the Sea Marshal is a ship that uh, was going to be a temple ship of Valkyr, and uh, a few years ago, you know, a, a, an up and coming priest was was sailing it along the coast of, of Gunbarg, and a storm swept in, and um, they had a, a a huge statue of Valkyr on the ship that they were planning on taking port to port and preaching you know, to the sailors of each town, but the, the ship got wrecked. Um, and uh, the the priest whose name was, uh, let's see, his name was, uh, let's see, Arnvid Brinegale, did you write that down too? Uh, was, went down with the ship and I would very much like his remains laid to rest. He, uh, he died an, uh, a bad death at sea from a storm probably brought on by Umberly herself. And uh, I would like him recovered and brought here um and they say that the marshal had a magical um ram on the front of it um and i've heard that your ship laps lacks a figurehead so uh you could recover that and install that on your ship as well yes absolutely absolutely i I, i'm sure my brother would be very interested in helping to recover and and ensure the non-decay and desecration of a corpse so (laughs) tis my life's mission (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, yeah, obviously, obviously he says since you're building a temple of Valkyr uh, that statue would probably um, be a nice addition to your temple as well yeah and, and speaking of while I'm here just through, and we don't do this now but um, throughout, throughout my stay here any tips that you can give me on how to go about setting up a temple because um, this looks way better than what we've got down in Neverwinter so there will be some of that for sure. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what he's got for you at the moment. But he he says, Watkin, you'll stay here while your while your ship is important. I will teach you. And Watkin's like, I guess uh, okay. Yeah, is Watkin gonna like pass me while we're here? He's gonna, yeah, like... possibly. Yeah, he's, you know he's gunning for it. He's like that missionary who like you know is two months out and thinks he's gonna be the AP. Uh, All right. Yeah. Okay. Else, guys. Is anyone else? Uh, oh. You know, oh, the other thing. Context? He says, uh, since you're due to be ordained a seize calm, we'll, we'll take care of that ceremony. And the thing that 
normally happens for a seize column is is they get given a trident of fish command. Now I know that you use a glaive that is vaguely trident shaped, which is you know slightly heretical, but it's okay. <laughs> what we'll do is we'll enchant that as a glaive of fish command in addition to its its current enchantment. Oh, uh, thank you, thank you so much. I, I won't I won't let you down. I'll, I'll use it well. So that that will will will. We'll take care of that ceremony, Nick. You know, later this week or something. Next week, whenever right. you're, whenever we get around to it. Once once you've served penance for yes, not writing me. <laughs> All right. Um, so, do we want to go to the inn now and and get rested and check uh, out the or you uh, want to talk to the, can, the yeah, can I talk to yeah, I want to talk to that purple. Yeah, well, this is happening maybe or afterwards. You kind of wander out to the the cemetery there, and he's like, oh, hey. Oh, hey, you're a furbog too. Yeah, I I'm, am. He introduces himself as Crag, K-R-A-G. Crag, good one. <laughs> My parents thought so. What brings you to Goodbark? I'm you, Mouse. Uh, I'm, are you I'm, fleeing the Storm Maiden too? The Storm Maiden? Yeah, she uh, she attacked our village in the Moonshades and burned it to the ground, and, and I alone escaped. I, I've been gone longer than that so i did not know about that oh it's awful she uh she has been rousing humans and uh others and pirates uh raiders coming in and she for whatever reason she hates fearbulk and she has been destroying our, our villages oh okay well huh no not okay <laughs> no you're right <laughs> i'm 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 taking a, a bit by surprise here and i and um i've been I've been uh, out a while now, and I've been training, um, and uh, I I think we need to do something about that. I would agree, but I'm not a warrior. I'm more of a scholar. All right. Uh, you said you're the only one that that was that was left from your tribe. Do you know if there are I, any others? As far as I know, actually, uh, okay. I, we we I got separated from everyone when okay. we were when we were fleeing, and eventually found some um, humans who would take me on a ship, and that ship was bound here. So that was uh, you know last year. But um, but I I live um, with uh, what's his name? Sorry, I live with Eliander Fireborn um, in his house. But I've been thinking actually of getting my own place. There's some there's some shacks down um, and part of the harbor just as you came in called Crabber's Cove, and they're kind of overrun with crabs. But I was thinking I might clean one out and and try to make it my home. Um, but I haven't gotten around to that, and I'm scared of the crabs. Or you could uh, you could uh, join us. Mm, I, I get seasick. It turns out. Oh, that's too bad. Um, well, we're always looking for more friends. Um, but uh, it's the real treasure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> I thought I thought Mouse was going to say, or you could befriend the crabs and live there with them. <laughs> I tried talking to them, and that 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 did not go well. Really? Well, I should, did he talk to them? Did he talk? Might need me to talk to. I'm I'm like, well, oh crap! I forgot crabs. Kind of close to. Some other guys I don't like, so um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, yeah, I would, I would avoid those guys. Um, you won't help me clean out one of the Crabber's Cove shacks to live. Oh, in? you want them cleaned out? Well, yeah. I Let's, mean, I'm yes, I want to do that. Better correctly <laughs> clean out the Crabber's Cove's cracks <laughs> <laughs> quickly. <laughs> How far away are they? There. Oh, those I'll show you. Quite-ish. <laughs> Uh, those are just down, just down slope from the temple. Uh, the last ones here, you know, these three. I mean, so those, those last three shacks are, are totally overrun. But I, I take care of that before we go to bed. <laughs> Perhaps. 
Are there any rock lobsters? Oh, you'll have to see. But you did hear a little down there, down there, down there, Um, do you want to do that right now? We can do that right now if you want. He's like, I didn't mean this afternoon. <laughs> I meant like sometime. Like, why haven't you Mouse done it already? already like, He's like, which one? This one? This one? <laughs> it's like life goals. It's not like day goals. <laughs> Let me tell you about some tools I met once. Mouse this walks is, out and punches people him with sunburns. Crab! Crab! <laughs> when you tell him about what happened to you with the tools, he's like, I'm definitely not going near those places now. I'm a, I'm a scholar, not a fighter. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to be on the lookout for more, uh, more, of us, more of our kind as, on my travels. We're going to be here for a while, though, it sounds like. Oh, why? Sure um, uh, it sounds like our boat needs some repairs. It, um, oh, okay. I wasn't really paying attention, but that's that's what I, that's that's the gist of what's happening. <laughs> that is the gist of what's happening. That's true. All of that is accurate. Do you do you explain that you've been talking to a hippogriff and you think he might understand you, but that's why you don't understand that your boat is sinking? Uh, no, I I don't think I'm talking to him. I, I totally talked to him. Um, oh, you definitely talked to him. It's the understanding part that right. we're all a little unsure. Your, of. your Griffin seems to understand you. I'm not. Yeah, I'm I'm not unsure. I mean, Mouse is like, see, like, here's what happened. I was hiding for five days, and then I decided to take <laughs> Griffin out for fun. <laughs> like, decided to fly a Griffin outside, and apparently we were being attacked. So. <laughs> I like the idea that he just sits around like nobody sees him, and then every once in a while, a griffin just comes exploding <laughs> out from below decks. Just, it's like, oh, well, there's Mouse. He's back. Oh, no. No one saw Mouse before. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, like, does a flip off the griffin. He's, like, you know, superhero lands, or, like, oh, good Three-point three landing. Yeah. I'm going to start coming out, like, as a human or something. That's true, because you can do that thing. Yep. When I think about not that you're ever hiding... Have. I think about mouse hiding. I think about Drax just standing really still. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. can't see I move so slowly, you can't see me. <laughs> so mouse hiding is really just people acting like ignoring him. Right. People being like, like "Oh, where's mouse? Where's mouse?" <laughs> <laughs> and then Watkins like, "Hi, mouse. <laughs> you can see me." So that's the story of Craig the Fearbulg. Craig, okay. Yeah, he yep. He's a scholar on the run, and he lives at Eleander Fireborn's house, and he would like to get a place of his own, but uh, but like not not now, <laughs> but like soon. All right. Okay. I mean, it could be now. It could be. I mean, it could be now. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be. But it could be. Um, <clears throat> question. Uh, does uh. Galron and Ingvar's dad, Stor, uh, live in town or outside of town? Last you knew he lived in town. Okay, so like we should you don't probably also mean. visit. Oh, oh. Should maybe find him, yeah. Right, I'd like yeah, to visit yeah. Uncle Stor. Yeah. Okay. Right. Let's, go, let's go to where we last knew that dad lived. I mean, uh, also based, like, based on the letter, uh, you know, that we received and uh, all that, like, you know, obviously feels like we bit. should talk to him. Make an investigation check. Let's see if you can find your dad. Okie dokie. That's interesting, but we're going with that. Investigation is a whopping plus one. Ingvar knows where he is. Maybe he'll tell you. Well, my... Come on. Just roll the darn dice. It is... Hey, and uh, 15. Coming through? 15. Okay, so between the two of you, you... 
you find out that he he's mostly drinks at the Dragon Turtle where you're set to stay tonight. Hey, that's perfect. Nice. We investigated where he is that's by true. going to where he is. <laughs> so if you zoom out, you I'll ping where the Dragon Turtle is. It's all the way over here. If you, if you hold shift when you do that, it'll bring oh, everyone over right. to it, too. But yeah. Zoop, now you can see that it's there. I like the idea of, like, we're checking into the end, and we're like, we got to find out where Dad is. <laughs> like, at the and they're like, Shh. <laughs> 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 there now. And oh, we're going to switch maps. Oh, and Manser and Horthen leads uh-huh. running the place. Okay, so zooming. Oops, hang on. Not about this time, the leads, boys. <laughs> and the whole ravens. <laughs> All right, moving you in here. Zooming in. Interior, day, Dragon Turtle Inn. Uh-oh. My, roll initiative. My, no, yeah, my <laughs> roll 20 is thinking about whether it wants to let me do that. Okay. Oh, it kicked me out. Hang on. I'm coming back in. I mean, it looks cool. We need to roll initiative to get drunk. You, you, hang on, I'm coming down. <laughs> Do roll initiative though, because as soon as they see you, the Leeds brothers hop over the bar and start yelling and running towards you like they're going to attack. So roll initiative. All right. I was not ready for that. Be careful. Those might be country hugs. Let me get back here. Sorry. If I ever get back into the session, I will roll two. Initiative. There we go. Oh, while Dave was gone, we fight, we won. Yeah, we all got twenties already. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, minus Dave here, the exact same initiative. Is it? I like how like Nas is the most prepared. He's like, they say they're friends, but my experience tells me that friends might attack you. So <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, stupid roll twenty. Oh, while we're doing the, the waiting for for you to get back in there, uh, John, click on the um, oh, yeah, uh, exactly. the Beyond Twenty um, button at the bottom right of Roll Twenty. It should bring up the menu. Uh huh. And the very first option says Whisper Rolls. What is it set to? Never whisper. And yet everything whispered. Okay. Uh, right. That's yeah. that's one spot, and then the other one is maybe it was because it wasn't from his character sheet. Right, yeah, and that's the the other thing. It's um, yeah. uh, on twenty seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Click on um the more options. Okay. Uh, and, and then the second one says whisper monster rolls to the DM, and it's probably uh, set to something. Yeah, switch yeah. that over to um yeah user use the general whisper, whisper settings. Whisper. Yeah. Okay. Cool. There you go. Nice. Okay, I'm I'm in now. Okay, I'm gonna roll Griffin just to just for a heck heck of it. Let's just see. <laughs> okay. I rolled poorly on oh, my yeah. initiative, Perfect. so um, mouse, you act first, I think, but you're behind everyone. Um, and I don't, I don't know how to do attack here. Well, anyway, but these guys hopped over the bar. Oh, they did. Because that, that, that is that, Warhammer that's what, is right here. That's what happened in the. Yeah, I mean that that triggered the response. Okay, uh, you doing anything this round that I need to know about, mouse? Um, let's see. How far can I get here? I can get right up to them. This is the perfect exact Good. same initiative. Now, so. Galron counts as difficult terrain for you. Oh, right, right, right. Take that into account. Um, I am going to go right there, and I'm going to take out both of my weapons and say, <laughs> um, rethink that, boys. <clears throat> oh, uh, I, that's intimidation. Can I intimidate him? You can do that, yep. Okay. Is that cool? No. No. Okay. Uh. <laughs> uh, they're definitely steering clear of you. 
Okay. Um, Ingvar, that makes it your turn. What do you do? I'm going to dash right up to this guy, just yelling the whole time. And then? Well, it's, oh, that's, that's all you can do, right? Yeah, yeah, but... Okay, perfect. Kind, kind uh, of a, a, like a maniacal smile on my face, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Grim, what do you do? I'm moot. Oh, no, no, what? Uh, we don't hear you. What? Oh, oh you're also trying to intimidate. Yeah. Uh, but not very well. Oh, I'm on mute. Okay. That's yeah, that's, okay. Where, that's where we're all saying mute. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I, I I couldn't tell what Jared was saying. I thought it was like, you know. Oh. Yeah. So no, I was just walking up there and just rolling for intimidation as well. And Got it. But not not uh, not reading the room, right? Uh, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> stop, everyone. Stop right yeah. now. What you're doing. I'll call the one who named City Watch. <laughs> In the name of the Lord's Alliance. Right. <laughs> this is not gentlemanly of you. Ah, uh, blow it up your bum. Uh, Galron, what do you do? Uh, yeah, so uh, which which brother is uh, closest there? I mean, oh, well, Horsman yeah. is right where Ingvar is. Yeah, yeah. So the other one is. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'll run up to the other one. The other one's uh, yeah. over here. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, run on up. You're, you're jumping over tables. Yeah, uh, j just to give him a, like a big hug, but roll to attack. Uh, <laughs> okay, perfect. Oh, well, you, I think you've double moved there, haven't you? Yeah, it's a double uh, move. Well, I do a misty step as part of it. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and, but that's that takes your action, though. Oh, you're right. But if I do a cantrip of shocking grasp as part of a hug. <laughs> <laughs> then <I> modify <laughs> 20 to hit. Uh, that works, and you and he are in a lightning embrace. That's right. Boom. Hey oh. And he says, Ow, that hurts, but I love you too. <laughs> and he hugs you back, and Horthen hugs Ingvar. Uh, do I need to roll to hit there? Hang on. Or are you accepting the hug? Oh, I. <laughs> He awkwardly hugs you. <laughs> Orthan doesn't doesn't hug you very well because he because he's worried about the fear bulb that's gonna that tells him, told him to rethink it. I, I I thought it would be he he's like go to hug me and then he sees the state of it and he's like hey oh, yeah, ooh, hey what happened to you <laughs> yeah maybe he's like are are you okay <laughs> yeah he's like I don't want to break you <laughs> but uh, Mansur is hugging um, Ingvar we're hugging Galron back even though he took. 14 damage. <laughs> Whoa, sorry. Didn't realize you were wearing metal there. It's a, it's a good thing I didn't make him a commoner because that would have killed him. <laughs> I know. Uh, oh, man. Oops. And then he would immediately gentle repose. <laughs> but yes, it is a joyous reunion. Uh, like, like anytime I attack a bad guy, it's like three damage. You know, like <laughs> give someone a hug and boom. Yeah, that's true. That is your most effective uh, first attack. Yeah, your powers okay. come from love. That's true. That's what we learned. <laughs> what I've been saying. Uh, 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 yes, yeah, so the brothers are actually terribly excited to see you, even though Mansur just got shot. <laughs> He thinks it's hilarious though because you guys used to pull shenanigans together. He's like, "I'm gonna get you back." You better watch out. All I right. know where you sleep. <laughs> I'm staying here. Is he's playing with a dagger? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you in your sleep. Oh, man. Are my initials into your forehead? That'll be funny. 
Okay, okay. Oh man, you've changed. No, no not at all. He hasn't. It's exactly the same. <sighs> yep. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So, um, on your next turn, Mouse, who do you attack? <laughs> I, if only you'd entered a rage. <laughs> I was. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you attack anyone? That that I mean, commoner at the table with you? You kick um, him over? No. Ah! Um. No. I want to go for a hug. <laughs> oh, there's hugs, guys. <laughs> That's right. Grapple. <laughs> Who do you hug? Horthen? He hasn't really been hugged yet because he was he was gonna hug Ingvar and then he pulled back. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's like, great. Who are you? <laughs> Your new friend. <laughs> We're friends now. Yeah. I'm gonna like squeeze him a little bit, a little too hard. Mm. I talk to plants. <laughs> Grim, you hugging anybody? There's a bard playing over in the corner. No, I just go get a drink. Okay. Well, the bartenders are both hugging, so you're gonna have to wait a minute. <sighs> Sullenly, with my failed, uh, with your failed intimidation. intimidation. <laughs> right. This is this is where you go. I'll take your fanciest drink. <laughs> There's a tear in your beer. <laughs> have a gimlet. So Ingvar uh, goes. Ingvar says, "Okay, guys, I need two pints and a chicken." <laughs> They're like, "I like where this is going." <laughs> and they like bring you two pitchers and like, yes. <laughs> and uh, you know, and definitely give you provide you a chicken. Yes. Make, a, so, make a performance roll. Yes. And we take the chicken and the boo boo. The crowd goes wild, and the bard even stops playing to watch. <laughs> oh, Welgar's gonna be pissed. What are you, <laughs> yeah, what are you this chicken What's again? this I hear about chickens? It's exploding. You're like, oh, the power of Valgar! <laughs> Feathers everywhere. He's like LeBron with the, <laughs> the, the chalk. <laughs> uh. John, was this uh, one of. Um, <clears throat> One of your favorite chickens that you would go tell all your secrets to? Oh, no, this no. is one. The this is one of oh, theirs. Okay, they got it from out in the yard. Right. Yeah. But John was about to make friends with it. Right. He was like, <laughs> Chicken. Like, oh, Chickens are good listeners. <laughs> maybe you and I can talk later. And then bloop. All right. Hi, I'm oh. Mouse, and you are. <laughs> Killing my friends again. Um, and they're like, "Hey, so uh, they're like, it's a good thing you're here because your dad." And they point like back in the dark corner at like the figure who's just like got a bottle um, and just tipping it back. Your dad is not doing well. He's not coping well with the dad. whole Jazrin situation. We're not gonna say her name. You know. We're not, we're not saying that. Dad, hey. Although Mansur does make several of your mom jokes. Uh, we like try to keep them quiet, like as we're talking to dad, but you know, not like really. And Mansur's like, hey, uh, hey, Galron, what's that pin you're wearing? Uh, how'd that get there? I don't know. It's, I don't know. Is that a Harper pin? It, it might, I might have killed a Harper. <laughs> oh, you kill Harper? You, you kill Harpers. I mean, I I didn't know he was a Harper until it was from afar. 
I don't know. <laughs> like, what, like, what do you what do you know like about this? Dropping minor minor Harper code words, like yeah. you know, super secret ones. Like, hey man, do you harp? <laughs> do you even harp, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eventually I'll let him in to effectively that. Yeah, sure. Like, I'm. And I'm, I'm, like, hey, I'm a harper. <laughs> You're definitely getting the these are the harper contacts in town vibe. Got it. Neato. Yeah. Leeds um, brothers are, are Harpers. They're what passes for Harpers in Gunborg. Yeah. Awesome. You might have more Harper right now than them. They don't know, but uh, you know, they're they're what passes, boys what passes for Harpers. Are Harpers. That's right. Um, it's like running into so someone that, from high school at work, and you're like, "What? Like, I did not expect <laughs> to see you here." Right. <laughs> um, at all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they they suggest that you go talk to Store and see what you can do with them because. The only thing we seem to be able to do with him is give him more whiskey. Yeah. And when we cut him off, he just gets angry. Ingvar will polish off the first picture and then take the second one. So this is where Ingvar gets it from. (laughs) It is definitely where Ingvar gets his alcoholism. The store horn is back here in the corner. Yeah, definitely head over that way to, uh, you know, talk to dad. Uh, Grim, you go to or mouse? Or are you you at the bar? Uh... Uh, I don't want to. No, I'll, I'll stay at the bar. Bro, be like uh, with your new friends. Yeah, the Leeds brothers. I'll yeah. go over there and sit with my uncle. We're gonna we're gonna start singing eventually. I'm sorry, I moved you. And I'm gonna I'm gonna prophesy. Yeah. And freak them all out at some point. <laughs> Sweet. Well, we'll get to that you don't minute. get to determine if they are freaked out. <laughs> That's right. true. You only get to do what you do. But right. the normal response is freak out. That's true. Yeah. Right. The re- the rational response is actually freak out. Um. So right. So let's see how drunk story is on a on a. This is on a scale of twenty, but I'm I'm gonna roll. Um. So I, I I'm I'm seventeen out of twenty drunk. Pretty drunk. Eighty-four percent. Yeah, uh, and uh, so he's he's pretty wasted at the moment, but he does recognize you. But what he says is is incoherent. Dad, how long Makes have you been sense. here? You know, kind of. Yeah, yeah that kind of drug. Let's 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 get you let's get you home. Uh, and the Lee's brothers like, actually, he's been sleeping here. Oh, has he? Uh, which one's his room? Yeah, no, it's upstairs. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you get him up to bed. Uh, yeah. he's a little upset about it, but he he eventually dozes off midway. Um, All right. So, but they explain that, like, yeah, he he bought this place outside town, hmm. but it's haunted. Um, so he convinced your cousin. Uh, what's your cousin's name? Hang on, your cousin Sigur went to clean it out like a ten day ago, but he hasn't come back. And store's been drinking a lot worse since then. Okay. So that so we bought that, a haunted place. Like well, it was, he, it, it's it was kind of abandoned, and so he got like a really good deal on it from the king, who basically, you know, because of his years of service, was like, yeah, you can have that place. It's yours. You just need to, you know, fix it up or whatever, right? Um, and so, stir, but like, so he sent Sigur to check it out because it's supposedly haunted, but Sigur never came back. And he borrowed your dad's armor. <clears throat> uh, that was how long ago? About a 10 day. That's not cool. Sounds like something to be investigated. Uh, yeah. yeah. And no one has gone after him? Well, everyone who does gets freaked out because it's haunted and they just turn back. Mm. I mean, Sigurd was a decent warrior. Yeah. And the King's Fleet is so busy with the Sahaugen that they don't really see it as their job to go investigate it. You know, it's like 
it's now private property because store owns it so it's not really their job i'd say okay under fireborn he just cares about like what the lord's alliance wants to do and what the lord's alliance wants to get done and what the lord's alliance complains about is how gonna tax and pirate attacks and they don't care about locals you know out of towners okay no offense uh you there water deep noble no mike wasn't there anyway so yeah okay I mean, any other... Uh, like, what I mean, you other... missed, Mike, is that uh, they explained that there's a haunted house that needs clearing out uh, that <clears throat> belongs to store, and the King's Fleet won't do it because they only care about what the Lord's Alliance wants, and they don't really care what locals need. So so we need to do it. Uh, Got to clear out uh, Uncle yeah, Store's uh, you know, haunted house. Yep. Add that as a... Yep, there you go. And safe secret. Yep. That's right. Okay. It sounds... I mean, if it had happened yesterday, it would have sounded time sensitive. But a ten day ago, I mean, like, hopefully he's still alive. I mean, Sigurd, right? Maybe. Like, but sure, okay, noted. Thanks. Uh, we'll talk to you in the morning when you're a little more sober, Dad. I mean, well, he's, asleep. he's asleep. This is, yeah, this is one of the Leeds brothers explaining right. to you, yeah. like what the situation was. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we we'll want to check that out at some point. Okay. Put it on the tab. Put right. it on the tab. Yep. On the note. Um, I mean, I feel like that's probably about it. Yeah, there's a, there's other people in town who maybe come see you, but uh, we'll do our Red X meeting, and then you can meet all them. Hang on. Yeah, so uh, next day, right? Um, you get basically the same story from Store. He feels like he it's his fault that Sigurd hasn't come back, and he can't go after him himself because he's too old to fight now, and plus Sigurd has his armor. Um and so he's worried that that he's caused the death of a of a nephew, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then you go see King Old Grave Red X, right? Yep. Um, and he, so you go that you're. Uh, we'll take you back out into the main map. Dad had also mentioned about um, a flying ship uh, and such, uh, like in in his letter to us. Yeah, so in the morning he's like, Yeah, that's that there's news of that from, from Fiskerbach over on the west coast, but uh okay. the, the king knows more. I think he's gonna talk to okay. you about that. Okay. Okay, so you hang on, yeah. So you start heading kind of up the hill here. Okay. Um and you pass oops, sorry about that. Um four. Right, so you you pass uh the house of Eliander Fireborn, who's the, and you see like the Lord's Alliance banner uh, hanging out in front of that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's here over as the well place. as Keladek the Unspoken, right? Keladek the Unspoken, his tower is here. This one, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, then you make it past the um, oh, sorry, Keladek's house is, is somewhere in there. This one, the one with the tower thing, uh huh. Number f- uh, this one over here is like the barracks and jail kind of thing. Okay. So yeah, you eventually make your way, and like all these houses around Stonerise Keep are just kind of like warrior lodging and so forth, right? Stonerise Keep is actually, um, it's I mean, it's kind of run down. It's not in any other place; it wouldn't be super impressive, but here it's pretty impressive, um, just because uh, it's um, imposing, right? Okay. Uh, it's, it's there on the highest point and uh it's kind of this big warrior hall um think of like a, a norse feasting hall but made out of stone okay uh, and inside is uh old gray red axe and his warriors are all like feasting on wild boar at the table you know even though it's nine in the morning um and he he's 
He's like, ah, come in, come in, sit down, feast with us. We feast with him. Yeah. Um, you don't do anything else when a you know, king tells you what to do. <laughs> you horn raven boys, I recognize. Uh, but uh, tell me of which of you is Grim Cromor, the blue one or the, the not blue one? The blue yeah, one. Blue one. <laughs> <laughs> you brought a giant too. That's good. We like we like good warriors, and giants are often good warriors. This one looks like he could fight. Am I right? Definitely. Yes. Good. Good. Feast with us. Um, Don't mind if I do. Uh, a little bit of glad handing later, um, and he's like, "Yes, I heard from uh, Daggled Neverember of the Lord's Alliance that you would be coming, and I'm glad glad you're, you're here." Glad to be here at your service. Um, have you heard of the, the the wrecked skyship? The what now? So right. So that reports have been coming in from the west coast over over by Fiskerbach, a few days travel. Um, that uh, there's some some kind of thing crashed in from the sky, and uh, villagers have been disappearing, and the King's Fleet hasn't been able to get to it because there's been too many damned Sahaugen. <laughs> but you you could go. Right? Yeah. Is it is it on the water or is it inland? Uh, uh, it's near the water. Okay. But we could get there by land? Well... From here? Yes. So you came in with many supplies and many of them need to go to Fiskerbach and it, it's not really effective to send them by boat because the shore is so rocky around there that many boats can't navigate it well. Small boats can, keel boats and such. But your boat can't, um, and many of the other boats can't. Long ships even are, are even too big for parts of it. So um, we usually send stuff by wagon, um, but it is possible to approach by boat uh, if you hire a, a smaller boat. Okay. I mean, are there any you know wagons that are you know scheduled to, to get over there, like in the yes. next few days, maybe after we clear out some haunted house thing? I mean, but like we don't oh, say it exactly yes, like I, that. I I can tell you a little bit about that too. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, Winston, uh, the halfling who runs the the store near the temple. He, I think, is putting together the inland order. Uh, Fiskerbacket definitely ordered some things. Um, you know that they they produce a very very unique cheese there. Mm. Um, death death cheese they call it because it comes from Catoblapas, which are not cows at all, but enormous creatures that can kill you with their looks, and they make cheese from it there. Like Grim here. <laughs> <laughs> he can kill us with his looks. Yeah. Yes, that's true. That's right. Uh, and uh, he's like these these monsters that can kill you with their looks and they make cheese (laughs) (laughs) he's like they make wonderful cheese it's delightful (laughs) Uh. so if you'll bring all the supplies there with the wagons then you can load up on cheese and come back okay um and uh, while you're there you know and figure out what the deal is with this wrecked ship who cares right but cheese arbitrage (laughs) cheese arbitrage (laughs) high on the list right so if if uh villagers are going missing i mean so wrecked ship and villagers have gone missing and that's like it like then i mean seems like not a national emergency but like our dad was telling us about it in a letter and like like Right, so you should I mean, there's, go see... There's, there's like five shipwrecks the, around here, right? There are lots, it's true. You should go see Jarl Skotha Frostgale there. He can tell you what the real situation is. We've mm-hmm. just heard rumors, basically. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, sure. What about uh, Eliander Fireborn? Is he... Oh, he's right here. Eliander. You, you want to meet Eliander? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There he is. He's, 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 you recognize him, he knows you. He's like, oh, yeah. Grim, I didn't recognize you. You're all grown up. Oh, when I last no, no. saw you, you were a boy. 
Right. Not a boy anymore. Full no. grown man. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're bigger anyway. That's true. Um, so, you know, we never got a chance to really talk about why you left Waterdeep. Well, uh, I didn't hmm. want to be in Waterdeep anymore. Uh, so I asked the, you know, I was working for the guard and I, I talked to the lords and, and they said they needed a, a warrior out here who could lead the King's Fleet and I volunteered for that. And so they sent me out here a few years ago. So I've been doing this um, and it's a, it's okay. Uh, they're, you know, they're, they're a little rough around the edges. They're not exactly as well trained as the Waterdeep City Guard, but they mean well and they can handle boats, uh, which is nice. Um, but the problem has been these, these Sahaugan. There's been, this year, it's just so bad. There's so many of them. We're, we're, we're trying to figure out where their hive is. And when we figure it out, we're going to need, um, we're going to need some help scouting it out and attacking it. Is that something you'd be up for? Absolutely. You know, we, we've been saying, so how are you going to stop them? <laughs> I like that. I'm going to use it. Yeah, if only you had some sort of Griffin cavalry here, that would make it a lot easier. Well, I don't see how. They're mostly underwater. <laughs> oh, Ingvar. <laughs> you quizzically. <laughs> Do you have a Griffin cavalry? You're drunk at 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> he's at least still hungover, if not still drunk from last night. He's, he's, he's like doing like a heavy lidded wink to Grim. He's like, ah. <laughs> You're supposed to let... You know, Do you smell <laughs> toast, Ingvar? <laughs> Put both hands in front of you. Do they look like they're the same? Are you okay? I'm adding uh, find and, and spy out Sahaugen Lair uh, to your possible quests. Um, and I'll, I'll go in later and I'll add details on all these so that we can remember who gave you what. Because um, I know that's handy. Uh, yeah, so that's that's his quest is he wants help with the Sahaugen. But he's he's a little vague on why he left Waterdeep. Uh, is that something worth trying to explore, or is that just that's just kind of, uh, no? There's flavor. not really much okay. there. Yeah, that's flavor. Um, oh, and we forgot to add the one about. Um, well, I guess we already have uh, explore find the the sky shipwreck. Is that already on your list, right? So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, find the sky shipwreck from the King Olaf Redgrave. I know that's old grave red axe. Old uh -huh. grave red axe, um, and then. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then okay. he said talk to Jarl something else. I forget his name. Like over at the West End. Frost Gale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll put that in the description. Okay, yeah, and then but but like that was that was mostly it for you know for that thread, right? You know, uh, pretty there, much. Yeah. So. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, the only other outstanding item that I had was uh, Keldak the unspoken about another shipwreck. Uh, right. So you you can go see him afterwards. Uh, so after some feasting and. Uh, a drink to your health. Golden crown. Right. Uh, so you knock on the door of Kiladek, uh Kiladek's tower, and he um, eventually answers. And he's he's like this seven foot tall um, Kalashite man. He's completely out of place here. Um, looks like he's a thousand miles from where he should be. And he's just about he is. Sort of looks down his nose at you. Um, actually, I have a kind of cool picture for him. I'm going to show that to you. Hang on. Kiladek the Unspoken. Stand by. Hmm. <clears throat> okay, so he's he's got this kind of upturned mustache and and uh, a turban on his head, but um, he kind of looks down his nose at you and he's like, "Yes, how can I serve you?" Uh, hello. I mean, do you remember? Do you remember me? Let's um, see. Roll insight. 
Uh, he needs to roll inside. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stand by. I mean, I had looked up to him, but yeah, that doesn't mean that I <laughs> that doesn't he mean he even him. knew who you were. He's like, mm, yes, you're that lightning talented boy, right? <laughs> the lightning lad. I mean, yes, light- yes, lightning lad. Yes, I recall. <laughs> yes. That's your name from now on, Garon. Ding ding by God, like. Yes, I remember seeing you. Uh. Yeah, so sorry. Have you come to apprentice yourself? Meta game for a second, right? Like I, what I have here is just mm. you know, the, you know, the sentence here. You know, maybe he'd know something about the wreck of the Golden Crown since it was a Kalashite ship and had a wizard on it. Did uh-huh. we know about where did we know about that from in the first place? It's local legend. It, it, it okay. sank. It sank okay. a couple hundred years ago. So back into it, like, hey, uh, I was reading recently uh, uh, on on. On the voyage over here, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, and the wreck of the Golden Crown. You know, I was just uh, curious if you knew anything about it because uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, that's anyway. That's the, that's the whole thought. Do you okay, know any more uh, about it? Roll persuasion. Sure. Yeah, persuasion coming right up because I feel I'm good at that sometimes. 19. You actually did pretty well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm rolling 2d20 for like a history lore check for him. So yeah, the greater of those is 18. So he's like, yes, I do know about the wreck of the golden crown. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you what I know. So you know that uh, many centuries ago, some centuries ago, mm-hmm. um, the Kalashites had a mining colony near on the western end of the island. Not, not, not far from Fiskerback, actually. Yeah. Uh, and they... They were able to mine both adamantite, which is very rare, mm-hmm. and amethyst gems. Um, but something about the place wasn't right. It drove them mad. Uh, they eventually abandoned it. And uh, so okay. that that's Baranzo. That's the that's the Kalashite mining colony. And there was a Kalashite treasure galleon that was sailing away from there. It went down in a storm and and lies uh, partially intact in about 70 feet of water. Um, And they say it had gold and silver ingots and electrum bars and a fortune in gems. And the wizard, Hawk, H-O-C-H, Miraz, uh, and he and his personal effects went down. And in fact, um, he's said to have had a magical staff and a ring of uh, of some kind of magical power and uh, something I'm interested in. Uh, he had a cube, a cube of force. Do you know what that is? I, um, uh, Jared does. Uh, okay. Yeah, he explains it to you that yeah. it's like this small cube and that it's magical and it does stuff. And he says, if you if you're going to explore the wreck, bring me the cube of force and I will pay you well for it. Okay, with a twenty three arcana, I feel like I, you know, Galron knows oh, what yeah. the cube of force does is too. So yeah. he for sure does. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, yeah. So I mean, in, in the how long ago did you say it was that it you know sank? I mean, like how is it that no one else has been interested enough to go just recover it? Like what I mean, dangerous they, place. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sahagin have always laired there nearby, and uh, okay. Um, if, and if people and have this year more than and than others, I would expect that it would be a, a dangerous place. Huh, okay. But yes, Ferenzo used to have up, uh, as many as 2,000 miners uh, okay. uh, 150 years ago. But within uh, three years, they all went mad and most died. 
so even if you know some people did go uh you know uh exploring for it it's not like they came back and told everyone hey we got the treasure right so it's right okay got it and nobody goes to Barenzo. it's it's too dangerous people go okay, mad there. so we're putting it on our list of places to go got it <laughs> <laughs> it's now must see <laughs> it is it is we're gonna check that out at some point okay, oh, okay. uh awesome yeah, i mean uh thank you so much and uh we'll keep you in the loop on that cube of force yes please do okay cool thank you um, so that's that's maybe two quests right if you're counting explore Baranzo. sure 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 okay sounds good so ingvar is going to go to welgar and be like listen i know i said i was going to be here twice a day but you got quests i'm going to be gone for a while hang on i'm typing up a quest for you I'll add the other one later. Okay. Um, or you can add it, Mike, if you want to add something about exploring the ruins of Branzo and going crazy. Okay. Um, so that is Keladek. Um, the other P. Oh, there's a dwarf. Um, no, we'll cover her later. Uh, let's see. So the other people that you might see in town or that you might go check out um, is Kiorna Kester, runs a leatherworking shop, and you and the Leeds boys used to hang out with her. And uh, there's that druid uh, shrine that you saw, Mouse. You might want to go talk to them. And then there's Gellin Primewater, who um, can maybe tell you more about um, Ingvar's ship and that I think um, Grim might want to see. Is that right? Yeah. Which of those do you want to hit? Oh, right now? No, I mean, there's time. Or or are you headed straight out to Fiskerback? I'd like to see Kiona before we leave, but... Bet you would. Kiona. Are we all going with you? I guess so. Oh. She runs the leather working shop, so you know. You guys have any leather that needs work or <laughs> uh, all right. Is she a queen of leather? Missing the reference on that. That's her. Um she runs the tannery. Um and when you go in, um it smells like leather, of course, and there's kind of smooth, colorful leather all over the place. Um, and she let's let's make a reaction roll. See how she feels about you guys. It's been a while. Oops, I'm just doing that in Slack. Not, not where I should have been. Actually, why don't each of you Horn Raven brothers make a just a straight one d twenty roll and see how she reacts to each of you coming through the door. Two. I guess you could add, <laughs> you could add charisma. Uh, oh, well, in that case, eleven. My, uh, twelve. Uh, yeah, she. She's like, oh, look who finally came home. Jeez. I really got to up my letter writing game. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> in case you care, uh, it, we're here in this building here. Um, Much better at giving shock hugs. <laughs> true. The Leeds brothers were excited to see you for sure, but and Ida Oland was excited to see you, but Kiorna's like, ugh, horn ravens. Um, I don't even get a, a sympathy for haggard appearance uh, like all right did you bring me any any cool hides to tan uh grim monster uh parts I, I gotta, she's like no i i can't i can't use monster parts they've got to be intact hides but i will pay i will pay well for them okay um i'll i'll pay roughly 100 gold uh times a creature's challenge rating this is a technical term that leather workers use apparently right. <laughs> uh, for the intact height of any beast or monstrosity just beasts or monstrosities i don't want like humanoid skins not okay uh it's got to be a beast or monstrosity of a challenge rating three or higher but i i will pay well for them 
But in order to harvest such a thing, it requires an intact carcass, an hour of work, and a successful DC 15 dexterity sleight of hand or wisdom survival check. On a fail check, it won't be good enough and I'll pay you less. Okay. So how you been? <laughs> <laughs> you know what would be a good hide is a Ketoblapas hide. I heard you guys are going to Fiskerbach. Word gets yep. around. Yeah. If we bring one of those back, will, will you talk to us again? It would certainly <laughs> raise the chances. All right. All right. Well, we will we will do our, our level best to bring you back at least one. Anyway, I heard you hooked up with us with some priest you got over in Neverwinter. We we're we're just friends. not from one of your letters, mind you, but word gets around. Where can I buy stationery in town? That's what I need to know. <laughs> Over at Winston's store. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be sending letters from the other side of the island while I'm here. <laughs> well, oh, just man. go get her the control tops hide, and it'll be <laughs> or whatever that thing was called. Tobolapas. Oh, okay, not control tops. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's something else. <laughs> <laughs> Not control top. <laughs> Koala bus. Um There was a meme going around about like the universal D&D experience uh, is, and it had an example of like the GM talking about some uh, NPC and then the, the players turning it into a funny name. <laughs> and I was like, that that happens. <laughs> that the universal D D experience. Yep. Turd town. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, I will get some stationery and start writing you letters. Write them on expensive hides. <laughs> um, and yeah, we'll, we'll bring you back a carcass. Do. Because the Leeds brothers keep proposing to me, and I'm sick of telling them no. So do something to impress me. Yes, ma'am. But she was looking at Gowron when she said it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got all that charisma. That's right. Uh, working on it. He's the strong, silent type. She likes that. But Ingvar's got cool scars. <laughs> She's like, she I don't know what scars. happened to you, but like, scars, I, yes. Like it looks like your hands, <laughs> your your hide's been tanned by somebody who didn't know what they were doing. They failed their dex check on your face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this has been pleasant. <laughs> Don't forget the control tops. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, 12.03. So uh, we can knock out like two more quick visits, maybe? Just so well, I can load all my quests on you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the druid that uh, Mouse is going to go see, maybe? Yeah. And um, Gellin Primewater, the rich yeah. guy. Yeah. But not One-Eyed Bill of Crow's Nest Tavern. No, you, you're not going to go see One-Eyed Bill tonight. And there is a dwarf in town, Manistrad Copperlocks, who runs the Dwarven Miners Exchange, but we, that can wait for another time. Yeah. But but Grim but Gellin, heard about her from her from the shipping agent on yeah. the boat. So that's a maybe. On but that. Druid and Gellin Primewater, it sounds like. Okay. So you go over to the Druid's place, uh, which is the Shrine of the Grain Mother, the Shrine of Contia. Um, and Gela, uh, sorry, Farron Castellar is the um, Emerald Enclave dude there, uh, Druid. And he, uh, Mouse has some Emerald Enclave renown of some type. Did you get, yep. did you have ranks in that or just a little bit of uh, something? Oh, uh, I haven't looked at it. I 
I have like four renown or something here. Okay, but let's say you wear some kind of druidic emblem around your neck from your time sure. with the druids. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And he's like, oh, um, uh, there's some pleasantries you're exchanged. Turns out you know a few people in common. You know that um, some of the druids that you used to hang with used to send exotic timber up here, um, and they would send it care of, of Farron Castellar, right? Um, and he would then sell it to the Carpenters Guild. Um, and he, he, when you, after talking for a little while, he talks about the fact that he is concerned about the environment here. Normally things are pretty decent, but the, there's this, um, there's these woods called the Dreadwood. And, and lately it's just been like turning more and more fungal and that can't be good. I mean, some fungus is good and necessary, but it's just getting more and more fungal, uh, I know you brought the wrong character, Mike. <laughs> um, and he, there's this cove on the south shore of um, Gunbar, or uh, uh, like maybe 20 miles um, east of here, that, sorry, west of here. Um, and all the fish just keep dying. Like there's all this dead marine life um, kind of, and every time a fishing boat goes there to try to fish or near there, they just get, there's more and more dead fish. Um, and I would check it out, but I, I, I'm frankly not up to that kind of um, adventuring type life. Okay. So, yeah, um, this, this sounds to me like some sort of magic is going on. Is that, is that, I'm afraid is so. That what you're saying, yeah. Not okay. the good kind. Right. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> um, I think I, I can, can talk to some of my friends here. We might go check it out. Not you? Oh, I'll, no, I'll check it out. It's me, me and my friends. Oh, I see. I, or, I mean, yeah. Oh, uh, do you guys know this furball, uh, Craig, Craig that's, uh, in town? Yes, as well? uh, he, Craig comes here to worship. Great, great. Okay. Just want to know. Nice guy. Uh, yeah, seems to be. Scholar. Yeah, knows a lot of local legends. Oh, yeah? Huh. Yeah, I need to ask him about just that. Just in the last couple of years that he's been here, he's really been collecting folklore. Writes it all down. Is there, uh, is there any reason for me to ask about, uh, Maureen, if they might know anything about her? Uh, I don't think that, well, I mean, if you want, we can touch on that. Sure. Hey, um, I was in um, whatever town that was called. What was it? Uh, Never whatever. Winter? Was it Neverwinter? Yeah, I thought it was, it was someplace else. Was it? No. Okay, Neverwinter. Never was, was not. In... You were in Neverwinter, then Luskin, then Neverwinter again. When that one, that was in Neverwinter the first time. Okay. Okay, that's fine. I'm confused. Um, when I was in Neverwinter uh, a while back, um, I met up with Marine, who I'd known from. from... Oh, I I've met her before. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, she met a, an unfortunate end. Oh. I think she what, got what, you killed her. No, no, not I. Oh, um, we we went back for for we go way back um, when I was uh, first uh, leaving the Firbolg uh, clan that I grew up with, um, and uh, she had gotten involved with some um, some forces that were that were not good. I can't remember exactly what happened. <laughs> you gotta pay better attention sometimes, John. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, Anyway, read but, uh, the write-ups or listen to the podcast. Or, yeah, yeah, I haven't listened to anything. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I've, I was wondering if you might have known anything more about about what what had happened to her. No, this is the first time I've heard of her. Okay, all right. But well, thank you for letting me know. Yeah, I'm looking to. Um, but yeah, well, we'll try to go. Where where is it again that we what we should go to? Um, do you think this? Uh, oh, this, this cove is about twenty miles uh, west along the south shore. Okay. 20 miles west along the south shore. Near this wood they're calling the Dreadwood now. Okay. Okay. Um, let's get Grim over to see Gellin Primewater before Mike falls asleep. 
<laughs> hey, just real quick, John, if you got that renown with the Emerald Enclave at level eight, then you should do an extra five renown from leveling up, which would put you at uh, level one. Oh, okay. I didn't, I hadn't leveled with that. Okay, cool. Thank you. I think you got it at level seven, but either way, you would have gotten it at some point. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I've not kept track of that so well. All right. Okay. At Gellin Primewaters, um, hang on. So, um, you're first greeted by a, a gnome named Feliza. Um, she's the one you saw at the docks collecting all the all the goods uh, to be brought here. And she uh, she says, "Are you are you invited to the feast? Because I I don't I don't have your names on a list." No, uh, we're not. But uh, I know you know. I introduce myself and tell her who I am and oh, show my he'll little... love to meet you. Yeah. Come in, come in. Um, and she introduces, she's the cook, um, and it's kind of like midday at this time, and Gellin Primewater comes down, and he's, like, dressed all fancy and, like, wearing a, you know, top coat and a vest, and he's, like, you know, he, like, everyone else around here is dressed like uh, either a fisherman or a sailor or, like, a Viking, and he's, like, all uh, ready to go. 2020. Yeah. He's what like, is Galron's interest in the cooking? That's going on. That's, oh, yeah. hi. It is very <laughs> high. I am noticing everything. Which is uh, funny because Mouse is supposed to be the cook. But yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, so. But, you know, interest high, but perception. Perception low. <laughs> Investigation? Uh, um, yeah, I'll do that. I know it's not your strong suit. Yeah, that's, that's fine. You know, I mean, it's still got, you know. Um, I'm not paying attention, but I'm interested. So there's a grand entryway that you're in, and he invites you uh, into, there's a, a big feast hall, and he says, we're having a feast tonight, and I would be honored, honored if you would join me. Will you Will you come this, this evening? Certainly. He's like, Feliza, we're going to need four more uh, table settings and at least six more portions, he says, looking at the fear bulk up and down. Um, and... Uh, I, I'm I, I I would love to hear your stories and and love to hear about uh, Waterdeep. It's been a while since I've been there, and I remember visiting your family. You're a Cromwell, right? Absolutely. I see the crest on on your armor, and I right. I knew you were. But yes, and and uh, we recently uh, shipped uh, a lot of goods over mm. from and. Uh, That's right. Feliza was telling me that they came yeah. on 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 board a ship that looks like it looked like it had been through a hurricane. Yeah, well, it's it's uh, it's uh, there's certainly tales behind that, and I'd love to to share them with you. And uh, but yeah, we just not the you sea know, devils, the sea devils. What's Haugen? Ah, uh, yes, yes, that's actually yeah. They were yeah. They've been bad this year. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad you got through though because I was looking forward to that that caviar and some fine tobacco. Ah, excellent. Um, hopefully you'll you'll be willing to share some of that this evening. Uh, you know, after after dinner, of course. Um, yeah, but you know, we just wanted to. I just wanted to stop by, say hello. So I noticed that you know your goods did come in, and and uh, just let you know that I'm in town, and and that as always, you know, House Cromwell is here uh, to assist you. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Um, later that night, we'll just skip ahead of the feast. Feast goes well. It's super fancy. There's like really expensive wine and like all kinds of very high class foods mouse probably isn't really loving it but um it's not exactly gastronomic alchemy uh either but it is it is very high class food so how does galron feel about that i mean it's what there 
it's it's nice compared to what I grew up with. <laughs> we can leave it there, you know. But you but you'd like to show them a few of the L- little bit you of. You wish a, they had some of the uh, the techniques from Neverwinter. That's right. I have become a little bit of a snob in some regards. Not you have every regard, lately. just maybe many regards, but not <laughs> all regards. This is one. <laughs> um, Ingvar, do you bring up your ship at all? Yeah. He's like, ah, the Emperor of the Seas. It was a fine <laughs> ship. A fine ship. It's, yeah. What do you mean it was a fine ship? What... Well, it, uh, it, it was lost at sea about a year ago. What? Off the, off the coast of Ruithim. You lost her? I didn't lose her. I was here. But Who lost her? She, well, presumably they're dead. But, but I heard. <laughs> uh, I heard she's been sighted. Near near Ruithim, adrift, no mast, just adrift in in the sea there. Oh my gosh, where 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 is this? Off the coast of Ruithim. Ruithim. R U A T H Y M. Are you? That's Are you? Here, I'm gonna move you over to the to the regular world map so you can see it. All right, so. Ruathim. Ruathim, yeah, if you like. So shift there. Uh, so, we're still on the, the, the salt. Oh, marsh. did I not move you? I'm I'm just there. doing this by myself. Yeah, sorry. The I forget that when I change over, you don't change over. Right. Yeah. There you no, are. No, there. there we are. Okay, so Gunderland Island is here. Ruathim is down here. Straight south. Somewhere off the north coast, I heard she was. Dr- adrift. And I'd be interested in in getting some things back from her. I had I had a very um, I had a chest on board there that had some important documents that would be um, worth quite a bit of money to me. I think the is that an air airtight chest? Well, I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know if it's still there or not. But if it is, mm-hmm. I'd love uh, I'd love for someone to get it. And you seem to be adventurers with nautical experience. Who better? We are someone, right? You try. All right. I look forward to reclaiming, I mean, recovering the, the ship. Okay. That's the last quest of the evening, I, uh, I think. <coughs> oh, but, but Grim, you're sitting next to, let's just throw her in here. You're sitting next to this dwarf who runs the mine called Manistrad Copperlocks. Okay. <coughs> and she says, uh, hey, I'm grateful for the, for the parts you brought that will allow us to finally build a blast furnace here so we can stop exporting ore and start refining the silver ourselves. Um, so if you need to pick up loads of silver, come see me because I will have some. Uh, will you sell the ore? Yeah, we, we, can, we can definitely deal in ore. Okay. Um, but I, I just assumed you'd rather deal in the silver because it will take up less hold space. But if you need ballast, ore is always great. Um, she gets a few more drinks on her and she says, the gr- you know, the greatest threats to the modernizing influence of the Lord's Alliance in this here backwater are the locals and the sea devils. But at least you can kill Sahagin, right? Right, right. What, what kind of problems are the locals causing? Oh, you know, they're whining, complaining about, you know, we just want to, like, there's silver in the hills and we just want to, do what we're supposed to do and mine it, but they just they keep complaining and they they get in the way of our miners and they um, you know they, they rough them up sometimes or sometimes they um, you know there's problems in the mine every once in a while and and I think that they the fishermen do some sabotage I don't know maybe uh, you know sometimes expensive mining gear goes missing and it's not like the fishermen even need it they probably just dump it in the ocean. 
Do, do you need somebody to look into that for you? Well, come see me when I'm sober, but maybe. Okay. Yeah. Basically, just that's just sort of here as background for like, there's a kind of a Lord's Alliance slash miners versus a locals slash fisherman. Right. Thing going on in town. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, I think that's about all I got. Uh, unless there's anything else you wanted to cover tonight. That I can think of. I can't think okay. of anything else. Uh, that's a pretty full quest docket. Yeah. Uh, so I'm assuming that next time we will start with you heading west to Fiskerbach um, to check out the um, that, both what, the, the, the wrecked skyship and the wreck of the Golden Crown and possibly Baranzo and to buy some delightful death cheese. We're probably going to start off with Dad. With the the haunted, oh, haunted, haunted house. You're going to clear Dad, the haunted house first. Clear it sure. out. Like, I mean, okay. maybe bring a cleric who can like do something about <laughs> that. Yeah, if only you knew one. Hopefully, um, rescue our cousin. Right. Yeah. So that that's actually not far from town. It's just like four miles outside sure. town, four miles west, uh, kind of yeah. along the road. Um, so yeah, that is yeah. a good thing to do on the way. I didn't think about that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like semi-timely. I mean, ish. Right, and and real local, yeah, yeah. And and then uh, you can kind of do that. Come back to town. It'll take a couple of days anyway to get the wagons all loaded up to go to Fiskerbach. Yeah, and yeah, like all the stuff off of our ship that yeah, was related can, to that. Yeah. We can in uh, in arbitrage, true arbitrage fashion. We can cover your arbitrage turn in Gunderland, but then we can also uh, see if you want to outfit a caravan with some animals and wagons uh, to go to Fiskerbach, which is a, like a class six market. Um, so like three merchants, right? If max. That. Yeah. A max. merchant. <laughs> it, 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 it's basically like zero or one most of the time, but yeah, I think it's like one D three minus one. Yeah. <laughs> um, a cheese maker. <laughs> well, that's established, right? There is a cheesemaker there for sure. It's it's a question of whether there's like a trap, like a merchant who's willing to buy random loads of whatever, right? And that is the kind of thing that doesn't come to Fiskerbach very often. The, the quartermaster. One with you, right? You're bringing Winston the halfling, uh, you know, to like sell whatever he's whatever he ordered for the, the spring shipment. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds like a okay. good enough plan. Okay. So yeah, we'll we'll start with the with the haunted house next week, and if we make it through that, then we'll move on to Fiskerbach. So and we can do more while... carousing, right? In Blue Book. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. There's plenty of opportunity for that at the uh, Dragon Turtle Inn and Fest Hall. We didn't really cover I the Fest get... Hall side of it, but there's definitely some of that happening. Galron could get could uh, go on a on a quest to get his magic fishing pole back. <laughs> yes, uh, the one that hangs on the on the wall at the crow's nest. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, yeah. so. so my one question is: Are they still working on the forge? while like are they still building tools while the ship's getting repaired in oh uh that's a good question yeah i think that that's possible your rooms and team side can still work <laughs> all right yeah that's great um but but after being admonished to add an altar you might want to uh, add on your rooms and teams you might want to add an altar yeah yep right. okay um that sounds pretty good uh, anything else you want to say mike this is the end all right. Oh man. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, guys. Thanks.